Welcome to the Morally Flexible Podcast. My name is Josh, and I will be your host this evening. Sitting across from me, as always, is my co-host. He is a producer, civil engineer, in training, of course, and my personal Lummy Warrior, Talon. <laughs> Hello. How are you this evening? Oh, that really hurt my throat. Did actually. that hurt your throat? Yeah. Nice work. <laughs> so how, how are you this evening? Good. I'm good. Good. That was a war cry, by the way. Uh, that's I, I'm. Did it give you goosebumps? It did. Goose just, pimples. Just a little bit of goose pimples. Good. Good. So I'm going to do the the usual spiel here. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, this is a podcast void of any redeemable qualities. To be perfectly honest, this show is basically a couple of drunk guys doing some movie reviews, discussing <laughs> discussing discussing topics that will make most people sick, and maybe along the way share some life lessons of no educational value. This show is rated R. There is nothing but explicit content R in this thing. for no return. R. Fair <laughs> enough. R for no return. Yeah, I got you. So as an example of our explicit content rating, uh, I'm going to give everybody an opportunity who doesn't like explicit content five seconds to jump off, all right, before I say our word of the day, all okay. right? So count me down. Five. Four, three, two, one. Come dumpster. <laughs> that is our word of the day. Come like, dumpster. I like how I built you up so much for that. Just to be let down. <laughs> yes. Yes, you're welcome. Uh, also, I'm going to give a spoiler warning. We're going to be uh, reviewing some movies here and giving out a ton of spoilers. Uh, again... Well, I don't know. Tonight we're doing a movie that was actually made in 2020, so yeah. we're, we're it's kind of current. So made or released, whatever. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so this is a fairly recent movie. So if you haven't seen it yet, if uh, you haven't seen a movie, you know, made in 2020, <laughs> like there's a list of them we haven't seen. I know. Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. I'm I'm fired up tonight. Yeah. I am fired up. I am pissed off. Uh. For many, many reasons. So Me too. Strap in. Yeah. Here we fucking go. So anyways, uh, spoiler warning for all the shit. Uh, also bear in mind, this is a two to three hour podcast. If that isn't your cup of tea, fuck off. <laughs> all right. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about what we're drinking. We're going to talk about some movies. I think we're going to review Fat Man starring mm -hmm. Mel Gibson mm -hmm. uh, during the uh, uh, Is This a Thing portion we're gonna talk about more porno shit because well fuck it that's all i like to talk about uh let's see what what other segment am i missing oh domestic bliss <clears throat> always a favorite yeah i gotta clear my throat i feel like i'm ha i have the plague at this point no i don't have the rona okay i just have the plague we are social distance by the way uh, yes we are we are six feet apart absolutely uh as far as uh tales of domestic bliss i'm going to talk about more shit regarding my littlest daughter so anyways let's get to it buddy what are we drinking 
We are. Are you doing it? Right I'm now? doing it. Okay, I, okay. I just always like to announce it and say, "What are we drinking?" <laughs> All right. So tonight it is proper number twelve, or as the kids say it, proper twelve. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, here's a little bit about proper twelve. Proper twelve is uh, was uh, created by MMA fighter and boxer Conor McGregor. Uh, he stepped into the ring of whiskey making. With this drink, uh, it's a blended Irish whiskey produced with the help of former Bushmills distillery manager David Elder, uh, featuring malt and grain whiskeys drawn from bourbon barrels. The team created nearly 100 blends before deciding upon the one in the bottle. Proper number 12 takes its name from Dublin 12, the area where McGregor grew up. Proper number 12, while still triple distilled, bears no age statement beyond the required minimum of three years and is a blend of malt and grain whiskey, suggesting that the source of the whiskey may have changed from initial teaser to release. Who fucking cares? So we've been <laughs> drinking this. Uh, we, we did a little pre-funk tonight, mm-hmm. which I think is going to be the process going forward. Uh, this whiskey has gotten a lot of shit from a lot of whiskey experts. At one point, they were under investigation by the International Whiskey Association. Really? Uh, f- due to some claims that, that Proper 12 made that d- tried to indicate that uh, it was 12 years old, which is bullshit because the company was founded in 2018. Oh. Right. But what the, the, the whiskey that they're pulling from is at, at least the minimum three years age. Okay. So um, I don't know if you noticed this. We'll talk about the tasting notes by the chaps at Master of Malt. Love those guys. So the nose is a vanilla pod, floral barley, and a touch of sandalwood. Did you notice that? San- what is sandalwood? <sighs> I think of feet when I hear sandalwood. Yeah, that's what I think of as well. Uh, it's a type of... Is that the sandals that the Japanese san- traditional Japanese sandals are? I'm thinking more biblical times oh, oh, God, when I okay. think of sandals. That's okay. a, it's always where my head goes, you know, washing of feet and everything else. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So as far as the palate, it's orchard fruit and honey notes, uh, backed up by a kick of white pepper. Um, I agree. I What's su- white pepper? <laughs> I've never seen a white. Is that salt? <laughs> what are we talking? No, about? there there is a white pepper. There's a white pepper. Yes. Well, I'll go ahead and have you research that for next episode. <laughs> no, I'm uh, not doing that. It, that's fair enough. And then as far as the finish, it's drying oak heat and a drizzle of caramel or caramel or however you pronounce it. Now, I I did notice the uh, the orchard fruit and the honey notes when I initially drank it. Uh, as far as the finish is concerned, eh. I, I, I taste a little bit of, of the caramel in there. What, what's your opinion? I don't taste any of these things. None of it? Well, okay, let me take a sip. Hold on. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Hold on. We'll do it live. I got the floral. Yeah. I have the floral, and I have the drying oak. I don't... I don't well, I'm getting the caramel. Getting there it the is. Caramel. That's the finish. Oh. Oh. That's oh. the finish. That's how Whoa. that works. <laughs> Whoa! Hold on. Yeah. Am I a whiskey taster now? Mm, most people... I have the I have the floral, vanilla, and the sweetness like honey, and then the the caramel for sure. So most people would say that if you're drinking proper twelve, you're not an official whiskey taster. This this <laughs> the reviews on this whiskey are atrocious. People hate this fucking whiskey. It gets two one to two stars on most of the ratings. Really? Um, whatever. I like it. I don't really have an issue with it. The only issue I have is that it's blended. You are a snob. You, I am. You are slow. Well, here's the thing. I 
with my it, just based on experience with blended whiskeys, there's never a consistent taste. Although I've had several bottles of these now, I, it's been very very similar. I'm okay with proper. I like proper twelve. I yeah, like yeah, and and here's the best uh, thing is the price point twenty six bucks for a Heck bottle. Yeah, yeah, you can't argue with that. Speaking of price, I did some math. Oh shit! So y- y- yeah, like twenty six. I I've seen them for thirty a bottle. Um, so that's for a fifth or seven hundred fifty milliliters. Now, <laughs> I did some math here. <laughs> if you prefer, <clears throat> that is about three fifths of a cent per sip and you get about 50 sips per bottle so enjoy 0.6 cents per sip if that's how you want to think about it i don't know why i did that i just sat down and did it. i thought you might want to know oh i know why you did it <laughs> you're a sick fuck that's why that's a little bit of the ocd coming out there i think it's good that you're a civil engineer and a mathematician so that's all good yeah all right. Well, uh, we're going to get to our next segment. Uh, we've kind of repackaged this. We're going to call it the weekly dilemma. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a bumper for this. Maybe someday. Uh, anyways, I have a little bit of news first. So I have a really big, big shocker of an announcement. Okay. I'm going to be a father again. Um. What the fuck? <laughs> what? That's yeah. Really? Yeah, that's why I'm all fired up tonight. Your wife's pregnant. Yes. Holy mo! Yo, why didn't you say that earlier today? Because I'm lying my fucking ass off. Are you kidding me? If I was, <laughs> if oh my god, if my wife was pregnant again, oh, I swear to fucking Christ, I would be. Using this proper 12 to wash down as many fucking Vicodin and whatever else I could get my hands on. Okay. It's not fucking happening. <laughs> Screw that noise. Why'd you, why would you do that to me? I had a heart attack just now. I know. That's why I did it. <laughs> All right. Well, imagine next time when you're, when you actually are going to be a dad. I'm just not going to bleed. Anyway. Okay. Okay. So, so that's never going to happen. Um, I, I, I got the wire snipped many years snipped ago. Snipped or tied? Uh, it's snipped. The wi- the women <gasps> the women get the tubes tied, not not the men. The men get snipped. No, you can get a your vasectomy reversed. I think. In oh, some you situation. you can yes, but they they basically they cut your nutsack open and they solder everything. But yes, uh, there there is a way to reverse the procedure. I can't think of any reason at all that I would ever do that again. So okay. I'm I'm two and done. I'm out. I'm out. Fair enough. I want seven. What the fuck is wrong with you? One for each direction. <laughs> Please explain that. It's a <clears throat> it's an Indian thing. <laughs> well, there's there's you know there's there's north south. I'm gonna be like Kanye. I'm gonna name one north, <laughs> south, east, west, and, the, and all the other directions too. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. All right, so what I am going to talk about is I've got a, a couple of uh, birthdays coming up, and I have to go buy gifts for people. Okay. And there was a point in time where I really enjoyed getting gifts for folks. Um, I suck at it now. I, I, have, I, I have no idea what to get to people. I used to love shopping. Mm-hmm. I used to love going to the mall, looky-looing, window shopping, doing all that stuff. Obviously, with COVID, that's not a you know an option anymore. But I am completely lost as to what to get these people. 
it, it's at this point where I have to go solicit opinions as to what I should be getting these folks. Uh, but at this point, um, I'm lost. Well, <clears throat> a good thing, a good rule. How old are these people? First of all, uh, varying ages. They're adults. They're all no, okay. Adults. They're all adults. They're okay. all adults. Yeah. So a good rule to go by that I go by is if you are going to get something and you have no idea what to get, get a consumable. Like an edible. Yeah. Like something with THC in it that's going to sure. make yeah, you happy? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And don't tell them. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking genius idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'd love to see grandma tripping balls. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be fantastic. Or or if they're older, they always like, you know, the older you get, the more um, involved in memories you right. are. So you right. could always get pictures. You could get... Uh, you could print pictures. You can frame it. Um, if they're younger, maybe something current in terms of you need to know something about them. Like, do, are they into clothing? Like, you can get them a pair of shoes as long as you know their size. Get something that's gonna wear and tear. You, you, not something that's just gonna be left on the shelf. Something that they can actually use. That's that's the parameters that I like. Because I hate buying something for someone and then it just, they never use it or they throw it away or they re-gift it. That's awful. So with my gift giving, I always give something that I want. I want it. I don't want to give it to you. But this is what I'm, like, this is how important you are to me. I'm giving you something that I want. I want it. I don't want you to have it. I want it. So... You know that uh, that's actually how I shop for my wife at this point. Whenever there becomes a whenever a holiday or her birthday comes along, I buy her something that has uh, you know dual uses, so mm-hmm. it's something that she can enjoy and also something I can enjoy. And well, you got to keep the selfishness out of it if you want it if you want it to be a good gift, dude. Everybody needs a sixty-five inch uh, TV. Okay, <laughs> so well, that's a great gift giving too for the wife. It's like, oh, I got this for you. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. But as far as you know, you touched on on something that I do for Christmas. I I have a huge family. All those motherfuckers get photos. Mm. So much to the point now where my stepdad is pissed every year that I get him photos, and it, and it's become a competition between the two of us. Um, I try to give him the ugliest photos of myself that I can. Uh, what I'm going to get for him uh, for Christmas, I think next year, is a uh, a photo of my my COVID look as far as my my uh, my mountain man look. Uh, you know, I had hair that was growing out. I had this gigantic beard. Oh, and I, I remember. I, and I, yes, and I'm going to give him that photo in a frame because I have to top him from last year. He okay. he is a he is a, a Finnish carpenter and he made he makes uh, uh he crafts bowls handmade bowls uh, out of wood. Last, wow! Last year he made me a, a pretty good sized bowl, and he uh, lacquered in laminated whatever you want to call it a picture of himself for me. Really? Yes. Did you frame it? No, no, no. Or do you eat it's, out of it's him? In the, it's <laughs> Wait. In, no, it's <laughs> wow. Well, he makes bowls, right? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> eat them out every day <laughs> they're more de- <laughs> they're decorative bowls it's the type, oh, of, okay. it's the type of shit you put on your coffee table and you admire it maybe what put, i've never heard of that okay you've never seen a decorative bowl before no. all right fair enough no but, i i'm an indian i grew up really poor i don't have any of that stuff 
<laughs> you couldn't afford bowls? No, I lived out of a suitcase for a while. Holy and I fuck. slept in the living room on the floor or on a on the couch. Wow. Yeah. You have layers. Too I many do layers. Yeah. Yeah. And someday we'll tap into the you know, the the horrible childhood you had. Oh, I had a great childhood. Okay, fair enough. No, it was wonderful. All right, well. Yeah. Well, we can dive into mine one oh, episode. Okay, sure. Maybe we'll have my therapist call in. That'd be a great. <laughs> oh God, that'd yeah. be great. Is that legal? Can we do that? Uh, I have as to long si- as you give permission. Yeah, I have yeah. to sign a release in order to get him to come. You know, <laughs> okay. to, to to be able to jump on it. But I I think he would have a blast on here. So yeah, uh, that that's my dilemma this week. I I need to figure out some gifts. Um, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Typically what I do, I just go solicit the opinion of other people. Like uh, for my wife's birthday, uh, I I went and talked to a female to get her advice. And, you know, it's the usual questions. Well, what what is she into? What does she like? And I just went that route. And it it actually turned out well. So we'll see what happens down the road. I'll, I'll... I'll just get him some shitty fucking gift. And, you know, it's like with my grandmother, it's fantastic because she's 91. Whatever I get her, she's going to love. She doesn't give yeah. a shit. She's like, fine. I, yeah. I, I, oh, this is the nicest gift ever. And I, I brought her a newspaper or, you know, something stupid. So. um, Really, really quick. I didn't. I did have a bedroom growing up. It was only like one year that I slept in the living room <laughs> just was, to clarify that, that was that really, that was that <laughs> yeah. really bothering you at yes that point? it was okay. it was I don't want people to get the wrong idea about me <laughs> but anyway um well for for me we uh, growing up with because both my parents they're both they're both Indian I grew up in an Indian family we're, mm. we're Native American whatever you want to call it we, we we didn't really celebrate Christmas we do so much gift giving throughout the year that is just a part of a part of Christmas, like we we never really had it. we never had a Christmas tree, we and it's it just we just incorporated the Christmas giving time as what we usually do. Like so, we're always looking for gifts for people, and so this year I don't give get gifts for my entire family. I get like whoever I'm living with, who's who or whoever's closest to me or whatever is feasible in that in that manner. I'm more we're more practical about that. See, I like that because what. I, Throughout the year, I'm always buying whatever I want, whatever I, you know, I need, mm-hmm. you know. So that's why when Christmas rolls around, don't get me what I need. Get me what I want. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mm-hmm. may need a pair of socks. I may need some underwear. I may yeah. need all that shit. Don't fucking buy me that. I'll buy it throughout the year. Yeah. I, I can take care of that. Um, but that, you know, and, and then again, you know, people will ask me what I want for Christmas or for my birthday or some other thing. And I don't even know what the fuck I want because, again, I have purchased everything I've wanted throughout the year. So typically I will give them some type of big ticket item that there is no hope that they would ever buy it. But fuck it, you know, swing for the fences and see what happens. So do you have a dilemma this week? I do. <clears throat> Please. <Excuse> me. <clears throat> oh. Wow, maybe I need one of the cough drops. Um, my dilemma is I'm having a hell of a time with quitting smoking right now. Uh, I, I quit probably about two months ago, and every day has only gotten worse. I thought it would get better. It's only gotten worse. I want one all the time now. I think about it all of the time. And, you know, people, everyone's 
been telling me, oh, it's a month to quit a habit. You'll be fine. It, it gets better. Over No, it's only gotten worse. It's only gotten progressively worse. I want a cigarette more now than I did when I was smoking. <laughs> what? Do you want one right now? Yes. Because we're talking about it. Yes, I want one right now. But here's the other thing. Mm. The best way to quit or stop an addiction is to replace it with something else or something better. With another addiction. And and, and better could be a better addiction, right? Fucking, so I, I replaced my man. habit with, uh, what are they called? Zen nicotine pouches. And I'm never at a, in fact, I'm going to pop one in here in just a second. Just thinking about it. Cause I never have not have one in my mouth. I need to, ha- <laughs> I need to have nicotine in my system all of the time to stave the, the urge to smoke. And it's been very frustrating and I'm not, I'm going to relapse. I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to anyway. Well, I know it doesn't help. I, I am a smoker and I know that I smoke around you, and I can imagine it drives you nuts. I, I do the best that I can not to. Well, here's the thing: it do, it doesn't it doesn't really. Be, what's worse about this is the need is constant. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely constant. It doesn't matter if anyone's smoking around me, because as soon as soon as any like any of my coworkers, for example, who smoke, and I'm around them, if they leave, my need it, it was there before we went out to go to go smoke. I didn't go smoke, obviously. I just went out and stood with them before we went out to go smoke or at when they're done. It's constant. It doesn't go away. And it's 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 not like, because when I was smoking, you'd get that urge and you get that agitation. You have a smoke, it goes away. You're fine for a couple hours or an hour or whatever. 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 whatever. minutes, yeah. yeah. It's a constant, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> I want to smoke. I want to go fly back. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to pop one right now. Hold on. Well, I'll talk while you're popping. Um, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. This does not go away. So I've been smoking since I was, let's see, 16. I had one stretch where I quit for four years. I was fucking miserable that entire four years. Mm. And one night I decided, you know, after four years, I went out with a friend of mine. He, he had gotten a promotion or something, whatever the fuck. We were out drinking our asses off. And I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go buy a pack. I'm going to have a couple cigarettes. I've been a good boy. I smoked three quarters of that fucking pack that night. Jeez. And I was right back on the, on the, on the, you know, on the horse again. And I never stopped. And I understand the pain. I I get it. I I have attempted to quit many times. My wife has tried to get me to quit many times. And there never seems to be a good time to do it. There never is. There never is. And I picked the worst time, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Um, So I am proud of you for doing that. You have done the hardest part. Now it's all about distraction. Now it's all about, you're absolutely right, finding something else to do. Liquor and these Zin packets have staved me off for two months. And that's good. I, did, I went cold turkey for a week, and then I had I had to do something. So I got the Zin, and I started drinking whiskey. <laughs> See, and that's the problem. <laughs> if if I quit, if I when I quit smoking, I had to stop drinking. I had to stop drinking coffee. I had to stop doing all of these things because I had a coffee. Yes. Oh yeah. God. 
I can't. Yeah, n- my normal day is. It, I feel violated <laughs> with everything I do because I plan my day around smoking. And, and now, what am I doing? And that's exactly it. Yeah, you plan your day around smoking. You 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 measure time in cigarettes. Yes. I, okay, I, yes. I've got a th- you know I've got a three hour shift. I'm working. How many cigarettes is, is that? Um. Oh well. Uh, it's a re- for it, me. It's, for me, that'd be that'd be two. It's a rhetorical. Yeah. That's, and, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. I haven't even saved money. I'm spending more money than I was on cigarettes on these Zin packs because I'm buying. I go through like almost one a day. There's 15 of these. Jesus. Okay. Th- one a day was a bit of a exaggeration it's more like i go through one or two of these every few days okay um and it's twenty dollars that that's the cheapest way to get it is twenty dollars for a pack of like six holy fucking shit are you kidding yeah me? but these are the best i found on the market is the zen whatever so any other ones i've tried they don't they don't really do it for me these actually stave off like I'm feeling much better now. Now that I pop one. Yeah. Well, now I want to go have a fucking cigarette. Thanks, asshole. <laughs> well, hey, I'm the one quitting here. <laughs> Empathize with me a little bit. I. Uh, we. Oh, we, you want one of these? No. <laughs> okay. And we discussed this prior prior to recording. Um, mm-hmm. I'm incapable of empathy, so. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're fucked. Yeah. No, that's okay. Um, I'll tap into my sociopath. I can do that. That's fine. That's that's fine. That is an the abs- inner shadow. Mm. That is an absurd price. Absurd. Pack of cigarettes is so much cheaper than that. And I get oh and I one get, of the, one of these is like five or six bucks. Oh, so, so one of the pa- one of the one of the pow- one. Okay, one comes with fifteen. It's like five or six bucks. If you you if you get like eight, it's like twenty. Okay, that makes much more sense because yeah. I was going to say a pack of cigarettes would be so much cheaper. Uh, it'd be ridiculous. No, so. no, no. But I'm spending more money than I was on. I've done the math. I, I'm spending more money on the Zins than I am on when I well, when I I smoked American Spirits. So yeah, and that's yeah, that's that's my brand of choice. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Look, man, I I, I am the worst person to ask for advice when it comes to cigarettes. I, I am the absolute worst. I it's a part of my life. And I, I can't conceive a world where I am not smoking. Right. I know the dangers. I know every, my wife reminds me on, on a regular basis. I've read the literature. Fuck at one point in order to win an argument w- with my wife, I looked up all of the things that all of the positive things that health wise that come with smoking. <laughs> the list was very short, <laughs> very, very short. And I oh, feel- oh, nicotine is the only Oh, I forgot. I don't know the fact, actually. It's like one of the only um, healthy stimulants out there. <laughs> well, it, it increases your white cell count, which can be interpreted, to, you know, one way or the other as far as being good. Oh, uh, it improves your reflexes. It does. And the yeah. other thing, it, it, it stimulates brain function. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. It's the only yeah. known one that stimulates brain function. Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't know. I, I look at it. And I justify it in my head that uh, it, it it could be heroin, you know. Could be. At least I'm not doing that. <laughs> At least I'm not on meth. At least I'm not smoking meth. That's right. That's right. Win- I'm winning, okay? But no, uh, you keep on trucking. It doesn't help that 
I come from an Indian family and we all smoke. So. <laughs> and, and, that, and that is a thing is that you're surrounded by people that are going to enable you. And, yeah. and, and, and I'm one of those people for you because um, I, I, I feel bad when I smoke around you now. And, and I don't want to feel bad. Oh, well, I mean, that's the thing, though. It, it's the need is there even when you're not around. It's j- always constant. Yeah. Uh, which sucks. When I quit for that four years, you know what kind of filled that hole? Hmm. A lot of fucking food. Okay. And I gained like 70 pounds. I, I gained I gained weight. Yeah. I did. Yeah, you did. Immediately. In the first week. And I, I mean, I'm leveling off now, but holy hell. It was water weight. You're fine. Okay. All right. But no, it's the thing. You, you've got to, it, it, it's, and you talked about putting things in your mouth and we had a laugh about it, but it, it, <laughs> podcasting is helping with my oral fixation, I think. Well, you, you damn near got that microphone fucking deep throated <laughs> at this point. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that, it, but it, it's true. It satisfies an oral fixation. That's why I don't vape. A lot of people tell me you need to go vape. Well, I no. can't, I can't flick a vape. Even even one of those blue pen or you know pens or whatever the well, fuck. Well, vaping they are. made my lungs hurt. Wor- I felt better after smoking well, than I did vaping. Well, part of the problem with that is you don't know when to quit. You sit there. I'm and there like, all day. Well, like you yeah. go you go out and have a cigarette. You know when it ends because the things burn down. You're at the filter. It's time to go. Now, granted, the heroin is <laughs> is in the filter. Have you ever smoked? Have you ever <laughs> accidentally lit up? <laughs> the filter end oh many many <laughs> many and inhaled <laughs> actually at the at the end of our last episode as i'm outside you know just at bus wa- break, almost waste just i was <laughs> i was so fucking drunk i lit up the filter okay so yes to answer your question i've done that many many times <laughs> I, I i had this friend he got so drunk he i don't know what he was doing he he took off all his clothes. He had to get in the bath. He was saying he got in the bath. He passed out with a lit cigarette in his mouth. Filter end lit. And we he was in there for hours, hours. And by the time we found him, the the filter was gone. It was burned up. He was halfway through the cigarette at that point. That yeah. is a pro. Yeah. That is a fucking pro right there. Yeah. Well, buddy, I, I wish you luck and, and I'm going to, I'll try to help as much as I can. Um, I'll, we'll update. I'll keep up. Yeah. Keep updating. Yeah. No, yeah. let's, let's get through this as, and, and, you know, I will try not to be an enabler. No promises though. That's kind of my forte. So well. yeah. All right. Moving on. Oh, uh, go ahead and reload. Yep. I'm reloading. Uh, I'm going to go have a cigarette real quick. I'll be back. <laughs> All right, there we go. Hey, I think it's movie time, don't movie you? Movie time. That's right. All right, this week we reviewed Fat Man. Released uh, November 24, 2020. This thing is rated R. That was a runtime of one hour and 40 minutes. Summary for this thing is a rowdy, unorthodox Santa Claus is fighting to save his declining business. Meanwhile, Billy, a neglected and precocious 12-year-old, hires a hitman to kill Santa after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking. 
This film stars Mel Gibson as Chris Kringle. If you don't know who Mel Gibson is, get the fuck off this podcast. Uh, Walton Goggins is the skinny man. Yes, that's what they call him in this film. Uh, he's been in The Hateful Eight, uh, Django Unchained, The Shield, and uh, Justified. Uh, Marianne Jean-Baptiste is Ruth or Mrs. Claus or Mrs. Kringle, whatever you want to call her. Uh, she's from uh, been in uh, Without a Trace, Blind Spot, and Broadchurch. Uh, Chance Hertzfield is Billy Winan, the little shitbag in this film. Uh, he's done voices on Paw Patrol. Wait, Billy Winan? What a great, what a great name! Uh, it's kind of yeah, it it fits, it fits. That's that's a masterful piece of writing, I guess. <laughs> a little too on the nose. <laughs> uh, this is written and directed by Esham and Ian Nelms. I looked him up. I have no. F- I've never heard of any of the films they've done. So written and directed uh, by written I, and dire- directed by. I the, felt it was directed by Mel Gibson. N- no, this is like a Jesus movie. You know. Wow, wow! This is not the passion of the Jesus. Okay. 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 Fair enough. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes critic score for this thing was forty-six percent. Uh, the audience score is eighty-three percent out of thirty reviews at this point. Yeah. Uh, as far as the gross is concerned, obviously this was not released in theaters uh, due to COVID. It was directed video, so whatever. I was, I'm very happy with that, by the way. That it was not released to theaters, or yeah, because I got it day of release. I could, I bought it on Amazon. It was, I had two options: rent or buy. They were both the same price, six bucks. So you did, you bought it. I bought it. What, what's the choice at that point? Why, why You're going to spend right. the same amount. Right. Keep it. No, I agree. I, I just hit red box. <laughs> I did it that way. I should have bought it. Should have bought I should have bought it. I should have bought it. And that brings me to my rating. Four stars out of five. You son of a bitch. I loved this movie. I loved it. Um, the, uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's good. That's me stuttering. <laughs> Their take on the Santa Claus mythos, I thought was very original. I enjoyed uh, particularly Walton Goggins' performance in this uh, as the skinny man, worst fucking name for a character ever. He was equal parts creepy and menacing at the same time. I loved the buildup to the battle. Showing, you know, they showed that Goggins was a badass. They also showed that uh, that Gibson, you know, could lift a, you know, huge pallet of shit, and he was also a great shot. I loved all of those things. I thought, you know, the the kid was a little bastard, and he played that part really well. Um, the only reason that this is not five stars is because I thought that the ending battle was a bit of a letdown. We did all this buildup to get to this point where these two, you know, the the unstoppable force against the immovable object. And we got, what, four minutes out of that? And then what happens? Mrs. Kringle's the one that caps the guy. I, I, I don't know. I just felt that that wasn't, I, I needed more out of it. I needed more out of it. But uh, ultimately, I, I thought this movie was badass. It was clear that they didn't have... Well, actually, they did have a huge budget. They had a budget of $20 million on that film. I'm, I'm sure half of it went to Mel Gibson to get him to be in it. Um, and, and, and Mel was... He was very reserved in this film. Um, 
he played the grumpy old guy pretty well. Uh, but uh, I, I think Walton Goggins stole the show on this thing. He he was one of the best parts of the film. So, but yeah, four out of five. Loved it. How about you, bud? All right. We're going to do some context here. In the context of a Christmas movie, five out of five. Yeah. Great yeah. movie. Yeah. I love this movie. I loved this movie. In terms of a... no, I want to stick with the five out of five, but I agree with you. As a regular outside of Christmas holiday times, I think that's why I'm I'm uppity up with the ratings four out of five it, compared to everything else. And uh, I agree with you with the Mrs. Claus. I hope I wish there was more of a battle with Mrs. Claus because. But at this OK, we can get into that in the in a little bit. I'm OK with how it went. Okay. I'm, I'm OK with how it went. Christmas movie five out of five. <clears throat> That's uh, that's great. I, hey, I think this is the first time you and I have agreed that a movie was good. Yes. 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 I, I they they took such an interesting take on this whole thing. Yes, I they mean, did. Every, everything, you know, uh, just the, the whole, you know, government contractor that they, they I, made him. Why? Well, I, I, yeah. I thought that was so interesting, and that you know, however well the economy did during the Christmas season is how much he was paid from the government. I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And then when it, it, it didn't pass muster, they become a military contractor and they start building, you know, uh, you know, uh, computer boards for, you know, for the military mm-hmm. and, and, and the elves. That was fucking awesome. That was awesome that. with the and elves. They're yeah. sitting in the cafeteria eating you know, just <laughs> every sugary fucking meal you could ever eat. It's the most efficient thing. <laughs> yeah, ex- ex- exactly. It means we can work 22 hours a day or, yeah. or whatever it was. And yeah, watching the, uh, the, the captain react to that I thought was hilarious. Y- yeah. Y'all need some vitamin D. Son. <laughs> <laughs> some protein. Some in your protein diet. in your diet. Hell of a way to run a crew, <laughs> right? Right, but I, yeah, I I love that. I th- I thought that was a really interesting spin on on, on the Santa Claus mythos. Yes, I, I, I thought that was really interesting, and yes, the violence. I love the violence. Oh man, I was it good? It was it was really good. It it uh, well, I like gore in general. I, I'm that kind of me guy. Too. Yeah, yeah, but whatever. Judge me later. Uh, the kid. That opening scene with him where he's sitting in his room and he's got all of his first place medals on. Now, I've never been to, you know, by the time I was in school, science fairs weren't really a thing anymore. And I feel like in 2020 or I'm sorry, prior to schools, you know, being closed. I don't feel like there were a lot of science fairs going on, but I I, I think if there were science fairs going on, um, the previous year's winner sure as shit wouldn't be wearing his fucking medals, you know, in, into the fair. Well, I mean, I I don't know because I my only experience with school is reservations and a little bit of public school. <laughs> I, I went to alternative schools. We didn't have anything like that whatsoever. Okay, gotcha. Um, so I don't know. I mean, if I got to go to a science fair and I won, fuck yeah, I'm wearing that. I'm wearing my medal from last year. I'm going to win again. <laughs> but, and, and, but the way he reacted to it when he lost and getting Goggins' character to to come in and kidnap this little girl. <laughs> oh, I fucking love yeah. that. We need to call our friend. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. That yeah. was an awesome scene. But, yeah, like, like I said, it, Goggins played this 
beautifully. He he, and and he's typically kind of a a, a bastard in, in almost every movie he's in. But in in this one, he he played off that kind of eccentric weirdo, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the film. The thing with the hamster, that was fucking hilarious, especially going into the pet store and and you know the, what happened to the hamster. Thank you. That is actually in my notes. Is what the fuck happened to the hamster? I know they like they had all this build. I th- I I was wishing Santa Claus like fucking just, <laughs> just, <laughs> as like a torment to him. <clears throat> like somehow he finds the ham because there was all this build up with the hamster. I thought they would have done something with it, and that goes into my my th- whole thing with the four out, four out of five stars. <laughs> Leave the hamster out of it. <laughs> wow. So you, 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 I'd rather they would have done something with like, cause he was emotionally attached to the hamster. He took care of it. He was so gentle with it. You know, that was his emotional support. I kind of <laughs> feel like he was shoving the hamster up his ass at one point in time in his life. I know. I a didn't get that close. at all. I, I was a little, he was a little close to the hamster. Every, every interaction he has with anybody else involves money and death. The hamster is the only thing in his life that is like loving and caring. He would have. He wouldn't have done that to that hamster. That hamster doesn't deserve that. <laughs> also, real quick, I got the interpretation that the skinny man was Jack Frost. Oh, I thought he was Jack Frost this whole time. That, so I. So in my notes, I'm calling him Jack Frost. That. That's an interesting theory. I hadn't even thought about that. Because I, in my mind, Jack Frost always wanted to overthrow Santa. Right. And and you've seen that in different movies. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, the, the old uh, stop motion, you know, films from the, the, the uh, 60s, I want to say. But like in, and I'll quote the Santa Claus 3 with Tim Allen. Boom. Jack Frost. Yeah. Yep. You had Martin Short in there yep. playing Jack Frost. So that's an interesting theory. And they had him dressed all in white mm-hmm. at one point. You yeah. Know, he was in all that tactical gear. I think there was hints to that for sure. There was. Oh, wow. You opened my eyes, sir. Good. You have opened I'm glad. my eyes. I'm glad. Uh, but yeah, the, the, there were just so many aspects of this film. I, I was entertained. The runtime was perfect for this movie. Yes. It did not need to be two hours. Nope. Ha- having it at, at, at almost 90 minutes was perfect. The only thing I could add is that it could have been like 10 minutes shorter. Just take out the whole storyline with the kid. Just have the... Just... Just open up with the hatred of this hitman who eventually just goes after because why didn't he go they have enough with him there why didn't jack frost just go after him in the first place because you needed motivation you need you needed well the motivation is there it's there but you you needed to have an inciting incident to happen with this and 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 i i thought the kid was well placed in it well just just change it to the childhood okay To, to his childhood right Sure. That that's the only that's the only gripe I have. That again, that goes into the four out of five stars. I think the shitty little kid adds a, a, a kind of a humorous dimension to the whole thing. Well, imagine how it'd be if it if you turn the shitty little kid into the hitman. Would well, that? I think that would have been a little bit more impactful. I don't think I would have liked it as much. I don't really. I, I love the, I love the dynamic. Really? Well, if Santa Claus is real, if he's real, right? Imagine this. Um, you get coal from him. What kind of impact does that have on you as a child, right? And so you grow up, you get into this lifestyle. You're you're a hitman. You're training 
for years and because you're going up against santa claus right this isn't this is (laughs) this ain't this isn't no mr johnson who owns a ceo company that you've been hired to assassin this is fucking santa claus right you train for decades this isn't a three-year camp that you go to right you don't just go overseas for a few (laughs) minutes i think that build up is much better don't you uh Sure. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. You take the kid out. We miss the interactions between the kid and and Jack Frost, as you call him. And and I thought those. I I enjoyed those scenes. Oh no, no, it's great. It's great. It's it's great. I don't have any gripes with how they did it. I'm just saying, if they ha- I felt like I feel like it would be a little bit better if they figured out a way to replace those scenes, and just have the Jack Frost, the assassin. As the main kid. Uh, fair enough. I, I'm going to need that uh, screenplay from you, the revision. Um, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, go ahead okay. And, I'll go ahead and take your notes <laughs> at some point. Go ahead and turn those into me. Um, I'll give you three weeks to rewrite the script, and, and we'll see what your version looks like. I can like. do better. I'm, I can do better. <laughs> you can do no. better? No. No. <laughs> no. I can. <laughs> Again, differential integral calculus, vector calculus. I can do that. Spelling? No, I can't. Don't, don't ask me. See, and that's where you and I, you know, mesh together so well because you're the analytical. I'm the talent. Oh, wait. Did I say talent? Uh, I'm I'm the more uh, liberal. Creative. I'm the more liberal arts guy. You are. I, I'm yes. the more creative yes. guy. I, I'm better, you know, with with writing up descriptions and things like that. Yes, I'm far more technical. Yeah. You are far more technical. And that's And, what, yeah, just bare bones. Right. Um up front i guess is what how you'd say that but that's why i love your perspective on these films because you look at it from a completely <laughs> different standpoint than i do you 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 tear that shit apart so uh you know final thoughts on fat man fat man fat man why is the why is mrs claus british how how well okay <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> oh, fuck. Here we go. Here we fucking go. How, it, how old is Santa Claus? They don't... I love this movie because they don't go into any details with the mythos. They just put you in and they don't go into detail with anything. They show bare bones and minimum necessary information for every scene, which is why I love this movie because it's there's so much left for imp- interpretation. It how it how Was Santa Claus alive before humans were? When did he start making presents? <laughs> and, and and adding on to that, when did he meet the was he around before the elves? Who was first? Who made who? When did he meet Mrs. Claus? Why is she British? I don't understand this. See, I've learned my lesson in the first two episodes here. Not to even attempt to answer these fucking <laughs> questions. I'm just going to let you run with it and, and ask the... I have questions. I'm thinking about changing... And where's Krampus? <laughs> oh, I am so glad you touched on that because at the end of the film, one-eyed Santa there mm-hmm. very much resembles Krampus. Krampus. Yes. Where's his sticks? What are the? What's that called? The sticks he has? They're... Uh, God, what he beats the kids with? His cock? I don't know. <laughs> no, what the fuck? <laughs> All I know is he puts them in a bag and that, takes them away. That's why Mrs. Claus stayed around for so long, that's I guess. That's goddamn Holy right. He, he, could, he could lay the pipe. And that was another, <laughs> that was another thing. That was one of those things that took about half a star off. I don't need to see 
Santa and Mrs. Claus getting what? down. What? I, I, I don't what? need to see that scene. I, I don't need that. There, there that was, was great. There was a lot of sexual tension. How long have they been together and they can still pipe it up? Do you, do you think the fucking is still good at that point? Did they show the actual... The, no, no, they, no, they, they, did, didn't. they didn't. They showed the aftermath. Yeah, it was implied. It's there. She is his rock. She's what's keeping Santa together, right? The the intimacy, right? She tells him whatever he needs to hear to keep um, Christmas alive, right? I thought their relationship was fantastic throughout I, the entire movie. I don't disagree with you. I just don't want to have even a scene where it's implied that they fucked. I I, I don't I don't care. I, I it's not of any interest to me. I don't think it's integral to the plot. Um, if Santa, yeah, no, it doesn't matter under what circumstances it would be. I, I, I don't need that in my life. Why? <laughs> I also like that he kept his guns with his like Santa straps. Are those magical straps? Why do they have them in such a special place? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you, you know, one of the questions I thought about, you know, as I'm watching this is, uh, why does Santa have such shitty old guns? You would think if he's a military contractor, you think they'd give him all the toys. He's a fucking the, badass, right? That's he, why he only needs the 1911. And oh whatever, yeah, and that Colt 45. That Colt. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm sorry, the Peacemaker. That's what it is. it's not Colt 45. <laughs> Wait, how drunk are we? Right that's, now? that's um. I'm feeling pretty. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm right really now. warm the, right the, now. This pre-funkin was a great yeah. idea. Oh yeah, I'm really warm. I, Colt 45. Oh, Jesus, I, there's a bug on my paper. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus. Okay. Good. All right. You name the bug Jesus. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. You know, you you mentioned Colt forty five. I was going to make a Billy D. Williams joke, but uh, the the time has passed now. Um. What is? Oh, go ahead. What about when Santa got shot in the face? He got a Christmas kiss from freaking uh um made out of lead from Jack Frost, dude. That was. Whoa. Was I shocked? I was really the way his head rocked back in in the snow. Oh, I was Santa's dead. Santa's dead. What's gonna happen to Christmas? See, and I and I was expecting that. I was expecting for him to get capped at the end of the film <laughs> that he was gonna die. Well, but, I didn't know that was the best part. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you're fine. I and it raised an interesting question. Santa appears to be immortal, right? Well, I don't know because Mrs. Claus was really worried. She was really. There's got to be a limit to his. How many times? How many times has he been capped? I mean, I know he can take a bullet, but to the brain. She was like, "Come back to me, please." Like she was worried because if he was immortal and he can take bullets all day, she would have been like, "Wake up, dude! Come on, it's just a bullet. Come on, get up!" Right? She was like, "Oh, oh God, wake up!" Right? Okay, my theory is that 60 years ago when the Christmas spirit was at an all-time high, mm-hmm. he had he could have probably <gasps> shaken that off. Oh. But remember, kids are turning into little shit bags at, at that point in time. Dying Christmas down. spirit oh. is dying down, so his immortality is not what Whoa. it once was. Back, when did Santa come to an existence? Who made him? What are we going to have a chicken, which came first, the chicken or the egg type of discussion? Uh, the egg came first, my friend. Oh, for fuck's sake. I, I'll tell you why. Dinosaurs had eggs before before chickens were even around. All right. So there you go. Discussion over. Uh, you win. 
I'll take that. I'm not I'll take gonna, whatever I'm, I can I'm get I'm not even going to try at this point. <laughs> but, I, but I think that's that's why... The bug is back. Oh, for God's sake. Where are these bugs coming from? Um, uh, your imagination because you're drunk. <laughs> Oh, that's a good oh, question. I'm feeling the Christmas spirit. Yeah, you are. The spirit is up. <laughs> too much eggnog. The spirit is up inside you right now. That was too. That was a little. We're not at that segment yet. We'll get there. Oh yeah, because I need a segment to turn into a fucking lecherous bastard. Really? Wow. Well, we've digressed a bit. Yes, we have. So uh, I'll get back on target here. But yeah, I, I think that that's because when he went Christmas, when he went Christmas, when he delivered presents, you know, on Christmas, those hunter or whomever it was took shots at him and he had that wound in his side. Well, after he and, and Mrs. Claus did their fucking, you saw that it was healed already. Yeah. And I don't know how much time elapsed. They really didn't do an, an excellent job of pointing that. It didn't fucking matter, really. Yeah. But his wound had healed pretty significantly at that mm-hmm. point. So again, I, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna posit a theory here that his immortality is based on how much Christmas spirit there actually is. Yeah, and his morale, morale. Yes, I, how, I, would, how, I wouldn't say morality, but yeah, his morale. No, his morale, how he's feeling about Christmas. Yeah. In, in general. Because as he's dri- you know, at the be- towards the beginning of the film, when he's driving in his truck, and all these reports of you know little bastard children lighting people on fire and stealing shit or whatever the hell else it was, um, you know that that lowers his morale, and that yeah. that shows that you know kids don't believe in Santa Claus anymore. They believe in yeah. a- they believe in Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing: Am I going to wait a year? And be good all year to get some some freaking tarquoi. Tar- Whoa! <laughs> what's a tarquoi? Car toy. That dyslexia mm. made from from Santa on Christmas when I can just buy whatever I want from Amazon. No way am I doing that. Yeah, I'm gonna go burn down my neighbor's house and. <laughs> <laughs> as a schoolboy, as mentioned in the movie. Um, also, what did he put in his whiskey shot? Was it like... Those were Rolades. Roll, what's a Rolade? Oh, my God. I was so confused at okay, that. Rola- and would it really dissolve in whiskey? Yes, I was so w- confused. Yes, it would. You put it in any type of liquid, it will dissolve. So it's That's ba- insane. It's basically- what are the physics behind that? Really? Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. You're, you're asking me about the physics behind a fucking Rolade? That's my no, interest. I have no goddamn idea how a Rolade works. Basically, it's when you're having stomach problems. So the fact that he's putting that in his whiskey, I don't know if that's fucking batshit nuts, sociopathic behavior, or he's a fucking genius. I don't know. It could be either one. Right. Right. 50-50. So, 50-50, you know, either way. Uh so <laughs> I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to re- say once again, final thoughts on fat man. I love that movie. Oh, fucking that, it. I'm yeah. going, I've never again, coming from an Indian household, we don't have Christmas traditions. I'm starting one right now. We're watching that movie every, every year. <laughs> We do die hard in my house. 
Okay. That, that's that's my Christmas film, and and yes, why is that a Christmas movie? Uh, I never. We're understood. not get, we're not getting into that okay. fight. All right, we're, we're not going to get into that fight. All right. So, well, hey, you know, all this talk about cigarettes now. I I want to go have one, and I'm sorry. I will try not to blow smoke in your face at this point. It's time for a break. It's time for a break. Let's have a commercial break. What do you say? All right, commercial break. Let's do it. So, Talon, when's the last time you saw a commercial on TV? Mm, months ago. Probably. I don't know. I don't watch TV. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I, uh, you know, I see commercials every time I'm on YouTube, of course. You know, it's super annoying. And then, you know, I had the uh, Hulu subscription with ads, and that lasted about two weeks before I started ripping my fucking hair out because they play the same goddamn thing over and over again. But uh, podcasts, they seem to have, are riddled with commercials. And uh, we're not going to be any different with that. So right here <laughs> is where our commercial spot would be. Only problem is we don't have a sponsor at this point, do we? Nope. Well, you know, there are so many companies to choose from. Um, I'm not going to name any of them because they're not official sponsors of our show at this point. But, uh, you know, they sell all kinds of shit. We got beds, men's underwear, bras, meal services, games, mental health specialists. You can get therapy now uh, via phone uh, through these different places. Oh, nice. Uh, collectible clubs. And uh, I'm sure that the porn industry, mm. who I feel we deserve, <laughs> deserve to have some be some type of representative for them. Well, I, I, uh, won't be their representative. I think spokesman? we sh- I think we should be spokesmen for them. I, I mean, as it, avid, we, we are the morally flexible podcast, and God damn it, we have to live up to our name. Mm, okay, but uh, I I feel that uh, most uh, uh, companies in the porn industry really don't need uh, any type of uh, sponsorship because the shit kind of sells itself, right? Mm, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I didn't need a commercial to send me to a porn maybe site. particular like OnlyFans people that well you maybe spot, you know you yeah. know maybe we could do that or maybe like an adult store you know locally oh yeah you know something like that that's a great that, yeah that could work they could, do you think they'd pay us in dildos uh, oh handcuffs rope oh, fuck. lubricant lubricant for sure. lot yeah. need a lot of yes. lubricant a lot of lubricant so in the spirit of not having lubricant we're going to continue to run this com- commercial just once per episode until such a time as we get a sponsor. We're going to annoy our, our listeners. They're yes, we are. Us. We're going to fuck them without lube. <laughs> okay? That's the plan. It's going to be sandpaper condom until I get a sponsorship. Okay. That's that's what we're after here. So any interested sponsors, we can be reached at contact at morallyflexiblepodcast.com. That's contact at morallyflexiblepodcast.com. What he said. And welcome back to the show. You know, circling back to our smoking conversation, you know, one of the neat things that you're not missing out on at this point is uh, it's freezing fucking cold outside. (laughs) It's cold. I went to go take a piss and my hands are so cold that uh, my penis decided not to cooperate. (laughs) It was hiding. Wait. I'm having trouble wrapping my head around that. Okay, so you go in there, you unzip, you you, you, you monkey fuck around trying to find your dick because it's cold and, and get it through, and get it through the little shit. slat. 
you know, it, it, it was so much easier when you were a kid because you could just undo your pants and just drop trowel all the way down to your knees and, and take a piss. And, and nobody really looked at it because you were a kid. Well, unless you're a pedophile, but, you know, no, nobody looked at it. But now you got to fish around and, and, and I've got long johns on underneath my jeans. So, you know, I've got to muddle fuck around that, get through the uh, through the long johns and then through the underwear. Wait, wait. Do you go over the fence or through the hole through, through the goal? Uh, what's over the fence? Over the fence is you unzip, you unbutton your pants, okay. unzip your pants, and then you take your underwear off, everything. You don't take, you don't shove them down like you're in the first grade. You just fold it over enough to where you can lift everything up over the fence. The fence is the underwear line and the pants line. Ah, uh, that's a negative ghost rider. I go through the <laughs> hole. <laughs> That's that's the point of the hole. Through the hole. I go through Dude, the hole. Over the fence. Go over the fence. That's it is a life changer. No, try it. <laughs> try it before you assess every any review. All <laughs> right, I'll, I'll I'll freely admit I've never tried over the fence, so I will give it a go. Over the fence. Over the fence. It's a life changer. Over the fence. Changed my life. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. Uh, now it's time for a segment that I like to call Tales of Domestic Bliss. <laughs> yeah. That was a little delayed. <laughs> I messed that up. That's My bad. All right. That's all right. We're <laughs> Wait, how drunk are we? We're, oh, yeah. We, we, we need to do a drunk check. Uh, I am drunk. I, me too. Yeah. I'm drunk. Uh, I'm drunk. Uh, I'm drunk. The, the, I was drunk a long time ago. Right, right. Well, the, that's what happens when you pre-funk, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. what ends up happening. Yeah. So uh, from Tales of Domestic Bliss today, uh, I'm going to talk about what a shit parent I am. Oh. I touched on this on the first episode a little bit, but I really didn't do a deep dive. Um, I talked about the fact that I hate playing with my kid. <laughs> I hate it. What? So my youngest, whenever she uh, approaches me and says the words, Daddy, would you like to play? My, my sphincter tightens because I <laughs> hate the shit that she wants to do. She wants to play baby dolls. And as we covered, doll shit now. But I, I, I don't like playing baby dolls. And she has these little figures. They're called Playmobil figures. They're they've been around for fucking ever. I think they were they've been around since before I was born. But she likes to play those things. And whenever I play those with her, you know, she has okay. She's big into to pets and and vets, veterinarians, and and things like that. I always try to do the funny thing. It's not that I'm having the figure fuck a dog or something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but uh, no, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. But I'm always, you know, uh, I, I'm trying to be funny. Like, uh, look, you know, look, miss, uh, we, we've managed to perform surgery in your, on your dog. That'll be two thousand dollars. <laughs> Daddy, stop doing that. Be realistic. She could say, I, I'm, I want to teach the kid the realities of life. You know. <laughs> And when, <laughs> I'm sorry. <I> just... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Keep going. 
So Talon right now is having an actual full <laughs> belly laugh, and I think I think I think I think his opinion. I can't I think I think his appendix just burst. <laughs> Well, go ahead and mute your mic then. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so. <laughs> see, that's the problem with uh, doing a podcast with the guy sitting across the table from you. He can mute his <laughs> mic, but you can still fucking hear him laughing. So, anyways. I'm just going to have work out, dude. I can't. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm composed. So, and then when it comes to baby dolls, what ends up happening is. I'm basically like, I have to change the clothes for the dolls. That's the only function that I serve when we're playing baby dolls. Because what ends up happening is, okay, daddy, can you change the, you know, the dolls for me? Which I do. And then we're, okay, we're going to play, we're going to play house. Okay. I'm going to be the mommy. You're going to be the daddy. And right off the bat, I'm like, this is fucking weird shit right now. But anyways, I, I play into it. But we'll do a couple of things where we'll, you know, fake feed the babies and do all of this stuff. But then we end up, uh, it's it's sleepy time. Now we got to change the dolls back into their fucking pajamas again. And, and let me tell you something. Changing these fucking dolls is a pain in the ass. <laughs> and she has, at any given time, uh, six or seven dolls that we're playing with. And they're all from different dads, by the way. It's a multiracial Whoa. A group of dolls. She has, I, I, I shit you not. She has 20. Like me. All right. I yeah. like that. <laughs> she has 20 different dolls and they, they're all races, creeds, colors, whatever descriptor I can throw in there. And that's fine. I like that. She diversifies, but having to change every single fucking one of these dolls takes forever. And then it's bedtime for them. And I go, okay, it's bedtime. And I love it because it, she goes and she'll turn off the light and we lay down in her bed and we go to sleep. I fucking love that because it basically it's, it's nap time for daddy. The problem is you lay there for three and a half minutes and then it's, Oh, the sun's coming up. It's time for school. And then I got to change all the fucking baby dolls back to what they are. This sucks. Whoa. Yeah. And then I try. So I try to divert her to board games, something with structure to it. And for the most part, she's able to do it. At seven, they're 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 able to to do fairly complex things. Uh, she's we're, we've been on a bit of a monopoly tear lately, which is nice because I I enjoy monopoly. Now, granted, you never finish a monopoly game; it just doesn't happen. Have Have you ever played monopoly? No, I've never played monopoly. Okay. Um, I'm not going to go into a deep dive on it, but basically it's one of those games that goes on for fucking ever. And you try to finish it, you, you, you just can't. And, and again, when you're playing with a seven-year-old, that window is very, very small for you to do that. Here's the other problem that comes with the board games. She wants to make up her own games. And they don't make any sense. They make no sense whatsoever. She'll draw a grid with some numbers on it. And then she'll go, okay, you move up to this one. You move back to this one. You move back to this one. And it's like, what the fuck is the object of this game? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I, I just, I don't know what to do with these things. And, and again, I, and I said this back in episode one is I, I used to play with action figures. I, I, I'm an only child. I, I enjoyed playing with action figures. I enjoyed 
creating different worlds. I just got some more insight into your psychology. Yes. I'm, I have, I now have an understanding. I'll yeah. There's, that. there's a reason I'm a spoiled entitled little shit. It's because <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say that. No, no, no I, I'll say it for you. <laughs> I, I, but I, I just, I, I am incapable of doing that now. And, but I also think back to the fact that if I had a sibling who was trying to play, I'd be a fucking asshole too. My seven year old is essentially an only child because her oldest sister is one there. There's such a gap and her sister doesn't live at home. It, 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 she is essentially an only child. So I understand that if I, you know, when I was a kid, if I had a sibling that came in and fucked with my shit, I would probably be pissed off as well and say, Hey motherfucker, this is my world. You're going to play in it, you know, type of situation. But that is the dilemma because I, I, I want to spend time with her and, and spend quality time with her, but I, I don't want to play for fucking toys. I hate them. I absolutely hate them. Now, the, the thing that we do enjoy is we color together. Mm. I love coloring. I'll go buy myself some superhero coloring books and I'm getting pretty good at them. I'm, I can stay within the lines now. I'm still having a hard time shading flesh and everything, but still I, I, I feel proud of myself when I'm done coloring and <laughs> for whatever reason, she actually enjoys this. So I'm really looking forward to the time when she wants to do other shit besides baby dolls and besides Playmobil and everything else. You mean boys? No, I don't care about the, the doll. I'll play Barbies with her. I don't care about that. It, no, it, I'm talking about real boys. You want her to play with... <laughs> you sick fuck. Wow. That was low. That was low. That was really low. It was low. Look. That was re- look. <laughs> really low? I'm a futuring sin. <laughs> I would never... Well, here's the thing. You're, you're not wrong. And if she's going to play with boys, she needs to make money off of it. That That's the important <laughs> part. Her older sister is the academic. Fuck. My youngest is very smart. But I feel like it sometimes, well, this is going to be the one that ends up on the stripper pole. <laughs> so so you may not be far off with her, you know, quote unquote, playing with the boys type of situation. But I, I, I look forward to the day. Well, I look forward to many things. I look forward to when she is able to uh, when she's interested in, in better movies. That's for fucking sure. Uh, but yes. when there's times that we can go, she can go play miniature golf or some some something other than sitting in her room playing with those fucking dolls and the hard part i have to remember all their fucking names she has managed to name every single one of those kids with a specific name i can't remember wow. it. they need name tags because i can't remember any of them okay wait seven how many are there 20 <gasps> 20 20 this kid has 20 that's dolls. insane she, again she's an only child she's spoiled to shit and i've grown up with all boys Except I have two little sisters. They're not into dolls because when I spent time with them, ooh, I showed them how to, I showed them all of the Indian ways that we do. How to make a bow, how to sharpen an axe, how to go hunting, how to survive in the wild. Ooh, my, my little sisters, badass. I'll tell you that. Heck yeah. So we spent a lot of time in the woods. 
So what you're saying? So what you're saying is, I need I need to teach her how to load a forty five and field strip it and do everything else. No, how to survive in the wild. Yeah, but I don't know how to survive in the wild, <laughs> so that could be a problem. Well, that could be a segment that we can do. I'll I'll show you how to survive Josh in the wild. Le- <laughs> That's going to be a long segment, and that's going to be a, a, a series because that's going to take forever, okay? Uh, sure. So, you know, sure. There, there's that. I'll, there. I'll teach you the basics. Thank you. That's You're very welcome. kind of you. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's that, that's that's the dilemma at this point. That's, that's, you know, that's with kids is, you know, you, you hope you, you want to play with them because that's what they want. They just want to spend time with you. And sometimes you have to, I don't want to call it a sacrifice, but you kind of have to shift over and, and do the things that they enjoy. Even though they fucking suck. <laughs> they suck. So, oh, well, moving on. Are you having any domestic bliss issues? I am. Oh, but, but just to touch on what you're saying, I experienced that with my little brother. He is very much into Minecraft right now. And oh, God. I was when it first came out. I don't know when it came out. That was, what, over a decade ago? I played Minecraft all the time. But playing with him now, I don't get the same feeling that I did. Right? And so I, I have a hard time enjoying playing the game. What I enjoy is seeing his experience with it because he's experiencing what I experienced when I was, although I was older than him when I first experienced Minecraft, I enjoy seeing the world through his eyes. He's seven and um, I want to teach him emotional management because, for example, last week... He died. We had so many things. I don't know if any of you listeners have played Minecraft. We we went in survival. We got all the way down. We built a base. We got diamonds. And we only found three diamonds or four diamonds, by the way. And he got a few of them. I had two diamonds. He died. He fell. <laughs> he dug straight down. I told him not to. He did anyway. He fell in lava. He died. He lost everything and he was livid he threw a fit he was screaming he was crying he threw the controller like my i didn't know how to calm him down right i was trying to explain to him it's just a game it's just it but at the same time it's not just a game there's an emotional attachment to it there's i don't know how to explain it it's not just a video game because if it was, you could de- you're not detached. You are emotionally invested in the time that you put into that game. <laughs> anyway, the the punishment for his reaction from my mother was no video games for one day. And that was awful. Although I thought that was reasonable, it was awful <laughs> for him. <laughs> I think that's a light sentence personally. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, no, my my mother, uh, minimum necessary rules for everything. And she understands video games, hey, that's just a part of how things go. 
your reaction to them, if if she deems it unhealthy, which I think is reasonable, freaking out and throwing a fit and screaming because you lost some diamonds in a video game, that's a little much, right? What happens when you lose the perfect season in Madden to the fucking Patriots? I don't play Madden. I don't know what that can means. I, can, I, can I tell you what that means? Yeah. Uh, throwing an ottoman through a fucking wall. Okay, that's what that means. I d- that doesn't register for me. Yeah, that's what I did because what does that what does that mean? Uh, I picked up a piece of furniture and threw it at a wall. It's a, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's 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 a it's a football game. It's an NFL game. Okay, well, well, let me preface this. I don't lose my shit in video games. I don't really have an investment in them. Oh. I I stopped playing them. Oh, a, a long time, six to ten years ago, I stopped. I stopped having an emotional investment in them. I am a very violent (laughs) and volatile human being (laughs) playing video games. Okay. I'm very passionate. Okay. They mean a lot to me. I, they don't mean a lot to me anymore. And And at the age of 30, losing a perfect season to the fucking Patriots in the Super Bowl. Created a response that was less than healthy. Sure. I guess that's the nice way of putting it. Uh, my wife thought I was getting into a fucking fist fight in, in the uh, the man cave that I had created. Uh, I lost the game. I raged. Mm-hmm. Usually I throw controllers down, but when you get to the Xbox 360 level, uh, th- that shit gets expensive after a while. So what did Xbox I do? Xbox 360? It was a while ago. Fuck off. <laughs> I haven't owned a console in forever. But, but We're at yeah. PS5 now. Uh, and Xbox uh, One. What are you talking about? Good for you. <laughs> but I yes, I, I, I picked up a piece of furniture and I threw it through into the wall and broke drywall and, and all of this shit. And uh, that's, that's the level of commitment I have. I've and, never had that commitment. Well, you don't have the tenacity. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know why that is. Because you're not committed. I well, I am committed. You're not invested. I don't have the time. Well, at this point, I don't either. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> obviously, I haven't owned a console in, in a, probably a decade at this point. Um, I, yeah, I don't have time. I, I just don't. And, and when I play video games, that's all there is. Right. That's it. Yeah. There, there is no outside world. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no family. There's no nobody. It's, it's all about... I'm playing Arkham Asylum and I'm going to beat this motherfucker and I don't care who gets in the way of it. I ain't showering. Bring me my food, bring me my food and whatever fucking stimulant I need. I I mean, if, 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 if I need to do a bump of Coke to keep going, then that's what I was going to do. I can empathize because there was a brief period where I was into it like that, but it hasn't been like that for years for me. I just don't have any genuine interest in playing video games right now. I want to. <clears throat> I don't have the emotional backing behind it. Well, I, I'm scared, much like with any addiction that I have battled with, is if I get if I play a game and I get back into it, I'll never you'll never see me again. Because there are so many games that have come out since I stopped playing, and there are sequels to games that I I love. Um, 
I will probably end up divorced in a log cabin somewhere uh, with my Xbox and looking like the <laughs> Unabomber at some point. That's that's part of what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't I don't have that. I'll, I'll get into it for maybe a few days and then I'll quit. So you need to curb that shit with your brother as quickly as possible because it's going to get out of control. No, I, I want to play with him. I just want to show him it's just a video game. And then, and then you're going to mail bombs uh, to... Or, sorry, you're not going to, but your brother, you know, at some point, if it doesn't get curbed, he's going to be mailing bombs to people <laughs> <laughs> or starting a cult or something. Because, yeah, that, that, that shit can lead to bad things. So. I don't think so. I think it's all about the environment that you're in. Right. Because if you're. Anyway, mo- moving on. We don't uh, need to get into psychological. Uh, or are we my, uh, my, my tales of domestic bliss. <laughs> I thought we just did that. <laughs> Well, I have some. Mine do, was actually blissful. Do you have a second item? Yes. Oh, so you have an actual bliss item. See, yes. the whole point of the title is that it's supposed to be kind of an ironic statement. Well, mine is in complete contrast to yours. Well, please dive in. All right. I went on a lovely trip with my girlfriend. Lovely. Wonderful. We got an Airbnb. It had a hot tub fully furnished kitchen it was on a farm it was domestically blissful i'll tell you what we went on adventures we went to some waterfalls we it was a great bonding moment and i haven't had that much of a relaxing and blissful time in a while and it was all her idea she put it get, she put it together she financed it I've never felt so taken care of <laughs> in my entire life <laughs> she literally paid for everything <clears throat> I was like wow and you know what that was a little bit of a hit to my masculinity <laughs> because I felt like I'm you know I have this I need to pay for stuff I need to I need to be the one that's chopping the wood. <laughs> Dude, dude, she, she's, she, she's awesome. She, she, she chopped the wood. Yes, get the fuck out. Yeah, of she said, "Sit down, I'm gonna make a fire for you." <laughs> yeah, she cooked everything. Anyway, it was wonderful. We had a great time. So you feel bad about that? I did. I did. Really? Yes, because I, I didn't pay for anything i didn't pay for any of the food i didn't pay for any of the coffee trips or not i didn't pay for the gas she drove the entire way what is going on so if i may yes fuck all that shit (laughs) put your masculine pride leave it at the door okay well i grew up in a warrior society yeah get that i I grew up around men yeah, get, right? that, get that out of your fucking head. I grew up, we went out in the woods at nine years old. And my dad was like, all right, I'll see you. I'll look for you after a week. That's what. That's literally how it went. Here's a knife. Good Good luck. Come back with uh, uh, some fur of some kind of animal. If you didn't, if you don't survive, oh, fuck. All right. You went out. Like I said in, was it the second episode? My dad said, a warrior seeks a good death. That's what he said. <laughs> Do you ever watch Star Trek? No. 
Never mind. You sound like a Klingon warrior there. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to tell you right now, fuck all that. Okay. Have you ever heard the term sugar mama? No. So sugar mama is. Well, I've heard of sugar. Da- is it the same thing? Say, it, so sugar daddy is the one that provides, pays for everything for a woman. Sugar mama is the one that pays it for everything for the guy. Okay. Okay. Embrace this. Okay. Embrace it. Okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Okay. It's perfectly fine. I, I need to relax on that. I, bit, I, I, guess. I once dated a woman in my, when I was in my early 20s. I dated a woman that was in her 40s. And she paid for everything. Wow. I it didn't bother me. It was I fine. always had to pay for everything. Oh, no. No, okay. it, it, it didn't bother me. There was one night. I Actually, it was the first night that I became intimate with her. Oh. Yeah, we fucked. <laughs> okay but she left i i went to you know i actually slept overnight which i typically didn't do but so i got up i got my clothes on and i went to to leave and she said uh oh you know there's 50 bucks on the table you can go ahead and take that i was like what <laughs> I like, yeah, yeah, it's 50. I said, that's, that's, what's the 50 for? Oh, nothing. You know, you just have a good day. I felt like a whore, an absolute whore. <laughs> after, but after five minutes, I, I didn't give a shit. I had 50 bucks and you know what? I, I got to drink, you know, for free the next night. So um, don't, don't let your masculinity, uh, don't let your masculinity be threatened by that. It's okay. perfectly fine. It's okay for her to, to take care of you. you. At some point, though, you'll reciprocate. Yeah. There's supposed to be balance. Yeah. That's it. Okay. But I'm glad you had a good time. I had a wonderful time. That was amazing. Yeah? Yeah. So you had time to, to go hiking and do the, all, the, all the things? Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. And all of the things. All the things? All the things. Did it get a little wet and a little sticky? <laughs> yes. Did it got it a little did. sticky? <laughs> yes, it did. Attaboy. Attaboy. <laughs> good, good lad. Good lad. Because if that wasn't the case, then it was a wasted trip. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I I think it's time. We're, we're, we're going to transition off of wet and sticky to my favorite segment. And I think it's yours as well. Oh, shit. <laughs> Welcome to This is a Thing. <laughs> so I'm going to do a little housekeeping. You had some questions last episode that Ye- I was unable to answer. With what? <laughs> I love that you can't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> All right. So you had a question after we talked about sounding about does the urethra return to its normal size oh, fuck. Yeah. after oh, sounding. Fuck. Yeah. No. Yes. No, no. I, dude, I spent time researching <laughs> this, so you're going to fucking listen to me right now. I'm going to listen to you. Yes. It is elastic, much like your penis. Oh. As time goes on, though, and you become older, it oh. becomes less elastic. So if you're, say, my age... What are you, 70? Fuck off. <laughs> you little fucking... That was an insult. Yes. D- directly an insult. Do we I... need to take a break so you can change your diapers? <laughs> yes. Okay, just checking. 
Uh, yes, but as you get older, you get into your, your say, 50s, 60s, and beyond, yes, it, it becomes less so. So if you're sounding at the age of 65, Fuck. damn, not a good idea. Uh, the other question you asked was, why is it called sounding? Mm-hmm. It's because the tools that they use are called sounds. Why are they called? Sounds? Oh, fuck you. That's all I did. All okay. right. Okay. It's, okay. They're just okay. called sounds. I, I don't know. Fuck. I'll put you in. Call your doctor and ask him. She's now, a woman, by the way. That's great. She'll still know what a fucking sound is. <laughs> I can't wait. Wow. Just because goes. just because she's a woman, she's not going to know. Wow. <laughs> if your girlfriend. Well, she's a specialist. She doesn't know everything. What is she, what does she specialize in? In health for a young man. Great. So she should know about sounding because it's a medical <laughs> procedure used to remove objects that could be obstructed oh. in your urethra. Oh, Remember? okay. Remember? Yes, you you have changed my mind. Okay. Oh, alcohol is an amazing thing. I'm okay. Can yeah. we do a drunk test real quick? How uh, drunk are we right now? I'm actually sobering up a tad. I need to drink more. You are drink more. You I'm, are fucked up right I'm, now. Yeah, I'm. All right. I'm toasted. Keep going. I'm toasted. I'll say. I'm pretty toasted. I just took a big gulp. Fuck. Ugh. All right. Oof. And by the I'm way, I'm spinning how a little you, bit. How are you feeling about the proper twelve at this point? I like it. Yeah, still. It, I Jameson number one for me still. Yeah, but pro, I I don't mind proper twelve. I, I don't think, I, I don't mind it. It's not my choice. I think it tastes just fine, and it, and it's a fine alternative to Jameson. It all depends on what's on sale that day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of the other questions you asked was about forked piss. <laughs> remember that? Yes. Yes. What I causes that? that? So. The medical term for it is split urine stream. Okay. Okay. And this is from the Cleveland Clinic. This is legitimate. It's, I didn't pull it off of Wikipedia. So the most common cause of that is called adhesion. Okay. It happens when the edges of the urethra get temporarily stuck together. This sticky situation is often caused by dry ejaculate that doesn't fully exit the urethra, gumming up the pipes. Adhesion is not serious and usually clears out within a day or so. That is why you have forked piss. So am I having sex too much? No such thing. (laughs) No such thing. (laughs) No, not at all. Because it's it's a constant look issue. Look, look, look. You keep doing it as much as humanly possible because there will come a point where you care more about what's at the buffet, the literal food buffet, than the actual sex itself. <laughs> okay, because I'm and glad that, you clarified that because when you said buffet, I. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pussy buffet that's set in front of yeah. you. No, you get to that point where your refractory period lasts about, oh, I don't know, 12 hours. Ooh, so, wow. Yeah, you okay. got to think about that. And that's why we enjoyed the food at some point. The food's yeah. more more exciting than she, than She's more important sexes. than me right now. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get you. All right. So, fuck your brains out. It's fine. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So... We're going to get to my next topic. And and as opposed to previous episodes, the, the thoughts, uh, this 
<laughs> My one. topic of discussion today, uh, this is, is not a medical procedure of any kind that has been co-opted into a sexual act. When you think of sex, do you associate that with punching of any kind? No. No? No. No, not even in like an S&M scenario. Not even in a remote context. Okay. So I was sent a video by a friend of mine uh, because he, he heard what we were doing and he heard what fucked up segment I was working on. Oh, God. And he sent me this video of this woman during a, she was going down on a guy and as he was about to climax, she started punching him in the balls. <laughs> Talon was taking a drink out of his jar and he just spit it all over himself and is choking. Go ahead and pull the mic back so you don't fucking gag all over it. <laughs> what an awful time to take a drink yeah it was and, and you know honestly i i kind of planned it <laughs> wow oh, wow all right wow. so this is called the francis punch the f- why is it, it has a name why is it called francis? i don't know why it's called francis <laughs> okay. francis Sure. <laughs> I don't know if that's, he's... I don't know if that's an actual pope. It, that it just sounds a, right it, it to was, me. Yes, it, it is a pope. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe it's named that for irony. Okay. I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, so basically, the Francis Punch is a sexual... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the, the Francis Punch. <laughs> <laughs> So, according to the Urban Dictionary, which is always an excellent source of information, (laughs) it is a sexual act shared between a man and a woman when oral copulation is occurring and the male is about to climax, the female simply gives a quick, firm, and hard punch straight to the balls. Similar to a donkey punch, but given by the female. What's a donkey punch? Oh, that's next. <laughs> okay. Proper, <laughs> proper, proper execution of the Francis punch involves a slight uppercut so the male doesn't see it coming. <laughs> Do they need to take like boxing classes for this? <laughs> to get the proper technique? <laughs> If that's the case, we need to make sure that our my wife and your girlfriend never find out about that. <laughs> She's never going to listen to this, I hope. Oh I don't think my wife's going to either, so I think we're safe at this point. I know she likes Fuck. to punch me. She wants to punch me in the face, but hopefully she's... I'd rather like, take that. <laughs> no shit, <laughs> right? Take to the nuts, <laughs> So you had a question. You have so many questions, right? I do. I do. You asked about the donkey punch. 
The donkey punch is the sexual practice of inflicting blunt force trauma to the back of the head or lower back of the receiving partner during anal or vaginal sex oh. as an attempt by the penetrating partner to induce involuntary tightening of internal or external anus, anus, <laughs> anal sphincter muscles or vaginal passage of the receiving partner. Jeez. So in layman's terms, you punch her in the back of the head so her pussy or her ass tightens up. Oh, my God. Right? That'd feel good. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> animal. <laughs> Probably. So. Right? Uh... A sex columnist named Dan Savage has discussed the alleged practice on several occasions. In 2004, Savage referred to the donkey punch as a sex act that exists only in the imagination of adolescent boys. <laughs> <laughs> According to Jeffrey Barr of the Medical College of Wisconsin, there is no reflex in humans that would cause such a tensing in response to a blow on the head. Although striking a partner on the back of the neck or head could cause severe, even lethal injury. Oh you my sick God. fuck. <laughs> yes. There's nothing better during sex than blunt force trauma. God damn it. That's hot. Well, I was thinking, I feel like everything would relax. Cause if, <laughs> cause if you're knocked out literally by a deck to the back of the skull, everything would relax because a lot of times when people go unconscious or, God forbid they go deceased. It, it, shit comes out. Careful. Careful, buddy. <laughs> You're heading in a bad direction <laughs> right now. Well, I'm just saying, right? When you when you go relax like that, like have you ever heard of like a death rattle? When people die, they let out a nice <sighs> Okay, Ted. They exhale. Okay, Ted Bundy. And then and Jesus. then, and then sh well, have you ever heard of that 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 research that some doctor was doing? Where he would, he would measure people on the deathbed, place them on a deathbed as they're dying, <laughs> and when and when they would die, somehow they would lose like like a few pounds. Yes. So, okay, you're 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 diving into several different things. One of them is the whole theory that, and again, this is a theory that you lose 21 grams of weight when you die. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of pseudo grams. The other thing that you're getting into, and, and this is scientifically proven, that yes, when people die, they have involuntary muscle spasms that occur. Does that include tightening of any sort of... Well, it's almost every muscle, so theoretically, yes, that is the case. However, <laughs> However. when they're unconscious... There's really no tightening of anything. They're all relaxed, of course, because they're knocked the fuck out. Right. So the whole point is to get tensing out of them. Why the fuck would you knock them out? Pinch them, right? Oh, Jesus. Why don't you get some smelling salts out and they'll wake up and, and freak out? <laughs> well, I don't want to. Oh, God. So, uh, diving off of that point, uh, there is one, there's a couple of porn films that were put out. I could not find them. Oh, and by the way, Donkey Punch has its own weedy Wikipedia entry. Okay. I, I shit you not. <laughs> there was, there was, <laughs> this was a full fucking article too. 
There was so much shit I had to, to, to sift through to omit it. <laughs> but there was an adult film star, or the adult film star credited as the first known recipient of a donkey punch. Her name is <laughs> Gia Paloma, who had the act performed on her by Alex Sanders in the 2004 film Gutter Mouse 30. <laughs> <laughs> is that a Whipley's world record? <laughs> What amazes me is that there were 29 gutter mouths prior <laughs> to this film. What the fuck happened? What's In, a gutter mouth? I don't know. It's a fucked up title for a movie, but there were 29 of these prior to this happening. So my question is, we did the donkey punch in 30. What the fuck happened in the other 29? <laughs> I prefer womb raider. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one i've seen it <laughs> wait i haven't seen it oh well get out there bud okay so ultimately i think what we've learned from this punching should not be a part of sex no i i know i just shat well again, it, i but mean it, it does it really feel that good unless there's a possibility of a court date <laughs> Look, man, I've <laughs> never been in a situation where getting off was worth going to jail. <laughs> Ever. Neither have I. Okay. That was purely this... satirical, I guess. I don't know what sure, the proper firm. Sure. Fuck, I'm really drunk. Yes, you are. You are <laughs> fucked up right oh, now. Oh, God. My co-host is smashed beyond belief. I am smashed. So hey, I am an Indian, by so the way. I'm, so I I'm, I'm going to jump off... The punching before you really stick your foot in your mouth. <laughs> what do you have for this is a thing? Mine is way, way. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> nice delay, asshole. That was Anyways, <clears throat> what do you got, bud? Mine is a treasure hunt. Yes, this is an internet and well, I don't know. It's I wouldn't say worldwide. It's a United States mystery. The Secret, a treasure hunt by Brian. I don't know how to pronounce the last name. Priest, P R I E S S. Priest, yeah. Priest. Right. Published in 1982. It has 12 paintings and 12 verses. Each painting and verse contained clues to finding. 12 hidden ceramic casks across the United States and possibly Canada. In each cask was a small key that could be used at a safety deposit box in New York to redeem one of 12 birthstone jewels. Now, birthstones are gemstones that represent someone's period of birth, typically by month or zodiac sign. Gemstones can go anywhere from 50 to 4K per carat a carat is a measurement of weight 200 milligrams right thank you okay in order to find the treasure you need to match one of the paintings to the verses and solve the riddle only three of the treasures have been found so far first in chicago illinois in 1984 second in cleveland ohio in 2004 and third in boston massachusetts 2019 so there are still, what, nine left 
I want to show you what these paintings and verses look like. I don't know if I can angle this for you. <laughs> this is complicated and super puzzling. So this is a take, podcast. Take, no, well, and, I want you to I, take a look okay, and get a live and, reaction. And, and I'm going to have to to describe what I'm looking at. Hold 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 your tits here for a second. What what am I looking at right now? So this is one of the paintings. Okay, and uh, from that painting, I'm supposed to discern... Well, you need to match one of the paintings with one of the verses in order to solve the riddle. Now, he he th this guy buried casks with the key in it all across the United States, maybe in Canada. People, we, we don't know, right? Okay. And, and if you get the key, uh, the whole point is you can win 50 bucks to 4K. More, more likely a few hundred dollars if you sell whatever item that you collect, which is a gemstone. So is that 4K Canadian or 4K U.S. dollars? I, U.S. I dollars. To, okay. Well, U.S. dollars. That's better. Okay. So. Well, 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 what do you see right here? This is a lady. <laughs> How are you supposed to solve this? I don't know. Clearly people that are smarter than us have yeah. figured this shit out. Well, I didn't do a deep dive. Well, this is service do, level. Do, do we really take a deep dive in anything that we do? Yes. But, Movies. <laughs> well, yeah, important <laughs> shit. This, this is not so much. Okay, so I have questions. Much like you. Okay. I have so many questions. Okay. All right. Lame on me. So, so this priest guy, he's the one that did this, yes? Yes. Well, look at this painting. I don't want to look at the painting. <laughs> okay. All right, fine. Go ahead and flip it around. Let's take a look at it. <laughs> okay, look. All right, so the previous painting was some chick. It looked like she was out of Game of Thrones, and then there was some type of verse next to it. Um, and then we have this old woman, again, with text next to her. Uh, it looks like something out of American Gothic. And these are like Mona Lisa paintings. Uh, right? I it, This looks more of a... Uh, God, I can't think of it. MC Escher type of shit. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have no fucking idea. Again, people that are smarter than I am could probably, well, I'm sorry, smarter than us could probably figure this out. All right, so I'm going to go back to my question. Well, I mean, this one, she's juggling, what, a hammer, a flower, a freaking wooden dowel? I, what is this? I don't know. You she has two apple, wait, and... You flip, what is happening right you, now? You flipped the laptop around, so I can't see what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let, take a look. Whoa, was, was that your porn account <laughs> that I just saw? Wow. <laughs> wow. Trannies? Good for you. Way to, way to, way to diversify. Um, I, she looks like she's juggling. So this looks like uh, the Virgin Mary juggling what looks like a donut, a crowbar. <laughs> And an apple, and she's somewhere. It's not an apple. It, it looks like a red ball. It looks like the Chateau Saint Michel in uh, in France. There, yeah, I don't know what I'm supposed to take from this. It and and honestly, four thousand dollars. I'm not going to spend that much it's time on it. It's not about the money. Yes, it is about the money it's for a, me. It's about the message. Uh, who cares? I mean, honestly, <laughs> who, who gives a shit? So the, anyway, the fact that you can solve this riddle yeah. based off of a painting and a verse, right? Oh my word! I can't believe people have solved. There's only three that have been solved. One in 2019. This is a couple years ago. 
people are listening to this and and still trying to solve this. This is crazy. This was on, I forgot what channel, Discovery Channel or whatever. Mm. There's been a documentary about this show. This is crazy to me. Okay. (laughs) 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 So I still have questions. Okay. Okay, so... This priest guy is the one, just so I'm clear, because I am a little drunk. Okay, yeah, I'm pretty drunk. I want to know things that you have said, but I can't remember now. Short-term memory sucks. So priest put all of this, set all of this in motion. He's mm-hmm. the one that, that that has provided the clues and hidden the objects. Is that correct? Yes. Why? I don't, there are people that... <clears throat> I love the Indiana Jones lifestyle. This sounds like some national treasure shit. Yes. Which is we're going to steal the Declaration of Independence. That's, yes. That's even, that is exactly what it is. That's it's worse. it's like it's it's an addict it's better than heroin, I'd say. Okay. One is a classic movie franchise, the other is a piece, <laughs> the other is a piece of jog, dog shit starring Nicolas Cage, but <clears throat> I digress. Uh, okay. To what end, though? Has has Priest said why he did that? I, I'm sure it's in there. He published a book that you can go read online, or you can buy the book. And I don't know if there's a why. I know that that's that's the premise. So is is he independently wealthy? I'm I'm assuming that he is. I don't know. <clears throat> well, you'd have to be loaded. To do this shit. Well, I don't know if you have to. How much does a safety po- safety deposit box cost? Not a significant amount of money. Yeah, but it, not a lot. I mean, a bunch of gemstones. But but again, the gemstones cost money. Yeah, the, 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 getting this all to come out. Okay, so so it could be worth more than four k. It be it could be thirty k. It could be more. Yeah, I have no idea. My birthstone is a garnet, and I can guarantee you it ain't worth thirty grand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what mine is. So okay, um, so when are you gonna start this adventure for yourself? And by I'm the not. way, and by the way, you're going alone because I I'm not coming along for well, this. Well, that would be a great segment. What are, what we find in our <laughs> journey to freaking North Carolina or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and, now, and now, folks, we're going to update you on our, our treasure hunt that ain't worth a <laughs> dick. <laughs> that'd be great. I think that'd be fun. You'll let me know when they start a treasure hunt where you find, you know, I don't know, $30 million, then I'm down. I'll slit some throats oh, for that. Oh, there's, there's others out there like this. Yes. It's probably. That are worth more money. Well, you don't know. You didn't know how much the gemstones cost. They're old. They're old. And that increases the value. So and, and well, here's the thing. These, because they're specifically tied to this treasure hunt, could be worth, oh, God, I'd, I can't even put a figure on it. Five, 10, 20, 30, 40, 100, k I don't know. I, I don't know. So, Not millions. So uh, what you're saying is that there's the possibility. <sighs> There, I don't know how much of a financial gain you can gain from this. It's just status. So do you think there are other millionaires, billionaires that are doing these types of programs, that are doing these types of things? Hunting or placing? Whatever. 
I don't know. Okay. He, I, I would be down if Elon Musk totally went and was like, hey, I, I had <laughs> I f- I feel like a rocket in Massachusetts. Not, Go find it. <laughs> I feel like his type of adventure would be like, okay, we're going to hunt this human being. Get and the to fir- Mars. And the, and, the, and the first person that can take down this human being wins the prize. I, 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 I kind of feel like it's a hard target, you know, surviving the game type of shit. I don't get that vibe from Elon Musk. Or maybe Jeff Bezos. I, I don't know. No, well, you know, uh, uh, Bill, Bill Gates G- is more of the virus type. <laughs> You're thinking Bill Gates? Yeah. Get out of my head because he was just about to say that's yeah, that's a Bill Gates. That's thing. a Bill Gates. Yeah, thing, that's yeah. a Bill Gates thing. So, all right. Well, that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. I, I'm actually going to say that I'm going to take a deep dive into that, but I'm not going to, but uh, you, no. you, I, we'll, I, we'll talk about it. I thank you for this. Uh, yeah. I, okay. I would not have known about this. I'm not going to thank you for whatever you put down. I, <laughs> <laughs> you unappreciative little bitch. God damn you. I have a, a good, <laughs> a good clean mind. I spend an entire week researching this shit. All right. And I I have to watch videos of these things. <laughs> I don't. Do you know what type of emotional Empathy. damage this does to me? I'm tapping into my, my inner shadow right now. <laughs> I am going to become impotent from this shit. Okay? <laughs> because there's going to come to a point where... ED? Uh, p- pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. And no, and no, the Francis Punch... <laughs> Sorry, dude. I I got zero erection gonna, off of that. It it did not happen. I'm gonna see at if, all. My, if my girlfriend knows about that because that's gonna be <laughs> alarming if she does. Can we, I want to try something in the bedroom uh, can here? We, can, we, can we? Can we? Put, I pull out a boxing glove. She's like, "What's going on right now?" <laughs> can we put money on? Can we put a wager on this, please? Okay, sure. I will bet you twenty dollars is my max. Uh, no, I I. <laughs> cheap bitch all right uh oh, oh booze. a number three from from mcdonald's <laughs> okay you're in all right i'm in i'm in yep all right that's a double quarter pounder by the way double quarter pounder all right meal you, you know uh, meal meal large size. large size large size with a coke or dr pepper dr pepper yes dr, dr. Pepper, pepper all the way all day all, all day. day every day every day okay i there's no way your girlfriend knows about this. <laughs> There's no way your girlfriend knows about the Francis Punch. She's highly intelligent. I did. She's smarter than I am. I, and I don't. I've met her. I don't doubt that. She's a, she's an she's a very intelligent young lady. I I have nothing but respect for her. But I bet you. My double quarter pounder meal that there's no fucking way she knows what a Francis punch is. And can I say why? Okay. I didn't know that was the name of it. <laughs> I didn't know either. I'd heard of it. I, I'd, I'd, ah, fuck. She's not going to know. That's, I know. This is a horrible option for me. Fuck, fuck. yeah, bitches. All right. So, I'm going to buy you a meal. So no pickles on that. Okay. God damn it. Okay. That's all I'm at. Yeah, all right. No pickles. Okay. All right. I'm going to get you Coke out of, out of resentment. <laughs> I'm gonna use you coke to wash wash all that down. <laughs> Are you mad at me? No. Why would you get me? A no, coke? I'm mad that I'm losing. I'm very competitive. Wow. <laughs> You're the sorest loser I've ever fucking met. <laughs> Instead of Dr Pepper, you get me Coke. That's not a, that's not a good death, as my dad would that's say. That's a horrible death. <laughs> yeah. That's that's not the hill you want to die on. No. No. All right. All right. So I. 
I think it's time to move on. Do you think so? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's take a, a little adventure into the what I like to call the kids' corner. Actually, I think we should take a break beforehand. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. We're going to yes. take an unscheduled break. What's, unscheduled. Go, what, what's going on? <laughs> Are you going to vomit? I really need to pee. Fair enough. We'll we'll take a quick break. Welcome back. Uh, you know, Talon had to go take a 15-minute piss. I mean, it, it's <laughs> seriously... I, I, I feel like it lasted 15 minutes. That probably, co- what did I say? It costed 0.6 cents, three-fifths of a cent. <laughs> per, per, I probably wasted 80 cents just then. It's been filled. No, that was probably five bucks. <laughs> so the question I have is, was it clear piss? Yes. Well, you're hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been drinking. Oh, I should have filled up my water bottle during the break. And, why? So you can choke on it again? <laughs> yes. And so I can just have a better day tomorrow. <laughs> See, here's here's the problem is that he's the producer. He's working the, the laptop and the boards. And this is kind of a situation where uh, we, we could potentially run into trouble here. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm really <laughs> no, no, messed no. up right now. <laughs> Keep your hand off the board. Got it. What are you doing? <laughs> What are you sorry, doing? Sorry. Put it back. <laughs> sorry, Put it back. Was... All right. I'll blend that Fair on enough. the alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, obviously, I went out and had another cigarette. Um, you were using the restroom, so I <laughs> decided to relieve myself outside <laughs> like a true animal that I am. Whoa. To quote, That's okay. To quote Letterkenny, I, I... We're in the middle of nowhere. Uh, well, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know... <laughs> I wouldn't quote, recommend that to your front lawn. <laughs> hey, John, how you doing? Good morning. <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, in France, they do that all the time. What? So I, I went to France when I was a, you know, a, a teenager, and we were driving you know, through, uh, I think it was Normandy, my dad and I, and uh, I, I lost count of how many people I saw in front of their house just fucking rocking a piss. <laughs> and God bless them. I mean, uh, it's fine. I, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, that's freedom. That's freedom. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that's necessity. <laughs> I don't know. That's freedom. I, 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 it's fine. It's it's, it's it's it can go either way. But uh, I, I I you know. I wish the United States would embrace that because God <laughs> well, damn it. Hell yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we're not where we are. You, no. Particularly. No, but not, no. Not, no. We're in a very, we're in a very cons- our studio is in a very conservative <laughs> location in a very conservative town. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I feel like the city council would fucking kill us all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyways, as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted by a break. We are now going to venture into the Daddy, I don't like Star Wars. Avengers are boring. Welcome to the Kids Corner. Goddamn right. That's the Kids Corner and Talon jumping the gun there real hard. Wait, really? There's no no delay in that one. But anyways, we'll move on. So here we are. (laughs) My favorite segment at this point. Fuck. So today in the Kids Corner, we are reviewing the Smurfs. The 2011 live-action version. Ver- 
<laughs> uh, a lot of virgins in this one. Uh, so this is the 2011 version. It is rated PG. It is one hour and 43 w- minutes. Uh, summary, when the evil wizard Gargamel chases the tiny blue Smurfs out of their village, I gotta be able to see this, they tumble from their magical world and into ours, in fact, smack dab in the middle of Central Park, and they're not murdered immediately. Just three apples high and stuck in the big apple, the Smurfs must find a way to get back to their village before Gargamel tracks them down. This thing has a gigantic cast list, so bear with me. Uh, Obviously, the star human in this is Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, He's Patrick Winslow. Obviously, he's the best part of the Harold and Kumar trilogy. Uh, He was on How I Met Your Mother. And again, one of my favorites, (laughs) Starship Troopers, which we got to do that movie at some point. Uh, Hank Azaria is Gargamel. He's done damn near every voice on The Simpsons, except for the main cast. He was in The Birdcage, Mystery Men. He's done voices on Family Guy and The Cleveland Show. Uh, Jama Mays is Grace Winslow. You might know her from Glee. Uh, I think she had a bit part in American Made with Tom Cruise. And then she was also in Bill and Ted Face the Music. Haven't seen it yet. Sophia Vergara is Odile Angelou, she, of course, is most famous for Modern Family. She had a great part in Machete Kills where she had a machine gun bra. A what? Yeah, you'll have to watch that movie. And then uh, a horrible uh, movie she did with Reese Witherspoon called Hot Pursuit. All right. Witherspoon? He's <laughs> Jesus Christ. Reese Witherspoon, blonde, uh, what was it? Legally Blonde. You remember that movie? Yes. Okay, that's Reese Witherspoon. I had I watched that recently at my girlfriend's adamant request. It's a, actually insistence. It's kind of is a funny movie. I'm, I I I enjoyed no, it. It was not what I expected. It's, it was okay. We'll have to review that later. I, you know, it it was not a right movie. <laughs> very good. Uh, as far as the voices of the Smurfs are concerned, I'm going to run down this list really quick. Uh, Jonathan Winters, who's uh, popular in, in shows and films that are way before your time, Talon. Mm. Uh, Alan Cumming, who is uh, was uh, Gutsy. I'm sorry, Jonathan Winters was Papa Smurf, by the way. Uh, Alan Cumming was uh, Gutsy. Alan Cumming was in X2, X-Men United. He was Nightcrawler. You wouldn't recognize him with all the blue paint on. Uh, Let's see. Katie fucking Perry with Smurfette. Eh. Her middle name is fucking. (laughs) That's what I name her. (laughs) Fred Armisen from Portlandia and SNL was uh, Brainy. George Lopez was uh, Grouchy. George Lopez, obviously a stand-up comedian and on a bunch of specials and shows that I hated. Uh, and the late Anton Yelchin was clumsy. You know who Anton Yelchin is? Nope. Oh, fuck me. Uh, he was Chekhov in the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies, the recent ones that came out over the last... Uh, he was J.J. Wait, what? He was in the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies. He played... Names don't fly over... Moving on. They fly over uh, Whatever. I, I can't remember any names... He, no matter how many times you say them. Fair Sorry. enough. Keenan Thompson of SNL fame was greedy. Jeff Foxworthy. 
Get her done. Was a handy and John Oliver, personal favorite of mine, was Vanity. So this was written by four different writers, which is never a good sign with any film that you would watch. That typically means it is a fucking train wreck. Uh, this is directed by Raja Gosnell. He is the genius behind the Scooby-Doo live-action films, both the first and the sequel. Amazing. Oh, fucking God. Beverly Hills Chihuahua, which is another horrible film. Wonderful. And then Home Alone 3, the one without Macaulay Culkin in it. So the Rotten Tomato score for this film was 21%. Uh, the audience score was 43%. And this film grossed, You, I'm, I'm glad you're sitting down, $563 million worldwide. I don't know what that means. That's a lot of money. Is $500 million a lot? I mean, Marvel... Yeah, it does billions. No, don't, don't get me wrong, but still, this movie I think had a budget of about a hundred million. So yeah, that's that's a win. Well, what what is it? A million seconds is what two weeks? A billion seconds is thirty two or thirty three years. Okay, I'm gonna need you to suppress the civil engineer portion <laughs> okay, of your brain. I'm sorry. Go go ahead. And I'm sh- sorry. That's my mind frame. Go, I can't think go, anything go, outside go, of that. Go, go ahead and shut that shit off right, <laughs> all right now. All right. All right. All right. All right. My rating for this movie is one point five stars. I fucking hate this movie. Uh, my, el- my my youngest uh, watched this movie for about a month straight, where it was on constantly. I cannot stand it. Now you're gonna ask the question why I gave this. 1.5 stars. Hank Azaria plays Gargamel. He had the funniest moments in the film. The whole yes. the whole Azrael are you alive thing. I thought that was hilarious. The rest of this film is absolute fucking garbage. I hate this movie. I the, the CGI is crap even for you know by what is it 2011 standards i thought it was terrible uh neil patrick harris most of the cast was there for a fucking check except for hank azaria who i thought did did a pretty good job uh i but i i this movie is not funny beyond gargamel uh the characters are are totally two-dimensional and again, I, I like certain kids' films. This one is like nails across a chalkboard for me. I, I cannot watch this movie. I'm not even going to discuss any technical aspects, cinematography, or production design, or any of that fucking bullshit. Okay, everybody that's in this film is there for a paycheck. I, uh, that's apparent. And I'm doing the... Uh, a lot, but I, it, the rage that I feel for this movie <laughs> cannot be contained at this point. Uh, so uh, I, I hate this movie. I, the, the bottom line, I hate this fucking movie. So what are your thoughts, Talon? Let, I, I'm sure you have questions, but I'd like to know what your initial reaction to this was. Okay. That I'm in. A little bit of a contrast here. I put it in three. <laughs> Fucking God. Three out of five stars. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I, I need another drink. <laughs> well, let me let me tell you a little bit uh, no, why. No, please, I think, please, I think please go on. There's some psychological reasons why you, <laughs> you rated it at one point. Five. I don't remember where you rated it. It was low. 
<laughs> that would be a 1.5. I, I said that less than a minute and a half ago. Holy fuck, are you drunk? But continue. I'm really drunk. Wait, can we do a drunk test? Really I think quick? we just did one, so dive in, bud. Fuck, okay. I, well, I will say this. The beginning was awful. Initial impressions are very important, especially when it comes to movies. The first part of it, up until the inciting incident, awful, terrible. I was not into it. When they got to the point where they got into the city, okay, I'm into the story. And they did an okay job in the mindset of of who their audience is, which is children. Right? I'm okay with that. <laughs> I voted it a three out of five. There was clear motivation and there was clear incentive for what they were doing. And the part when they get into the city. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, wow. You are entitled to your opinion, sir. <laughs> well, I think you have you how many times I've watched it once. <laughs> how many times have you watched it? I've lost count how many times I've watched this film. I so, think there's some bias here. <laughs> so okay, so that that is a fair question. If you had to watch this say once a day I'd hate for this movie. 25 or so days you would hate this uh, yes okay and that's where i'm at with the whole thing oh yeah this this is not one of those like where you're watching the incredibles or something to the, to that effect where i could watch that over and over again <laughs> oh god oh here we go he's getting herpy oof i'll take another drink to die that down uh yeah so, by the by, folks, with the pre-funk, uh, we're down to about uh, probably another glass, and that's about it. We have probably th- four, sh- no, two shots left. Two shots left, yeah. tops. Uh, thank tops. you, thank you, proper twelve. Yeah, not a sponsor of the show. Um, I, I, I just don't see any redeemable qualities about this this movie. I, yeah. I just even from a kids' film standpoint. Yeah, there's a bunch of slapsticky bullshit in it, and you know, it, it's just, it, it's just, it's marketed towards the lowest common denominator possible. And and again, even a six or seven year old, Shatner pause. It, it just doesn't. It, my 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 kid just didn't and she enjoyed this for a while but it was again it wasn't something she sat down and watched it was more background noise than anything mm-hmm. but if i never have to watch this again i will be the happiest man on earth i it, it was a struggle just to get through this again because it brought back all these memories of of, of absolute it wasn't even mediocrity it was just garbage so uh, please dive in to why you gave this three out of five stars, <laughs> you fucking serial killer. <laughs> please. Okay. okay. We're going to go in and I'm going to tell you it's three out of five stars purely. I need to be very specific here, purely out of a story sense. Specific. Because, because, 
because, got, because, 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 because I got, I'm not going to finish it. <laughs> I got a lot of a triple K vibes from it. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Let me tell you why. You got a lot of triple what from it? KKK. Let me tell you why. Whoa. <laughs> Holy fuck. I can't wait to hear this. White outfits. Except the Papa Smurf who wore red. <laughs> right? Right? Oh my god. <laughs> right? Right? If you do some research, some leaders uh, wear only red. I, I'm well aware. <laughs> I'm well aware. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the only Smurf with hair is blonde hair, <laughs> right? They're all, they're all, their skin color is blue, <laughs> right? I, I can't, I can't. Please well, continue. This is fantastic. <laughs> the villain is a bald man, well, balding man with a big nose. Who is obsessed with getting Smurfs so he can make gold? Are you serious? <laughs> there's a lot. Wow. There's a lot of. Holy there's fucking a lot, shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a lot of uh, interpretations, I would say, here. The cat's name is Azriel, the yes. same name as the Jewish angel of death. Wow. What is Azriel's goal in there? He tries to kill every Smurf he sees. <laughs> he goes full-on Reaper there. Pierre, okay. Pierre Culliford, the Smurf's creator. Well, this is where I dive, I dove deep. Pale. He grew up. His name is Pale, but yes. No, no, no. Yes, his original okay, name, but, but he his artistic name or stage name was Pale. Okay. He grew up under Nazi rule in Belgium. He was born in 1928. All right. Now there's there's probably influence there. No, I, oh, what? Let me preface this. <laughs> I'm really no, 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 please. I'm enjoying <laughs> watching you dig your own grave. This is fun. <laughs> Wow, was there a lot of uh So, uh sorry to cut you off uh on that note. Uh unfortunately, it would appear that something happened with the last uh couple minutes of our episode there. You know, we were on a roll. Don't you think we were on a roll? We were. Yeah. You, you know, uh uh Talon at some point was comparing these Smurfs <laughs> some type of allegory <laughs> regarding white supremacy and uh, the KKK. So we're going to continue on from there. So basically, uh, you were saying Papa Smurf is a red dragon, right? Yep. And Gargamel was the uh, Jewish individual that they were persecuting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, mind you, I was extremely drunk while watching were you, were this. Were you movie. drunk while watching this? <laughs> yes, yes, dude. <laughs> and there goes Talon hacking up a lung. Thanks for muting that. But uh, go ahead, P please continue with your rant. Um. Yeah. So was that? That's the vibes I was getting from it. And um, really. 
the ultimate analysis that ha it that is such an extremely <laughs> convoluted and delusional <clears throat> interpretation of the Smurfs. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the movie. That, that is <laughs> fucked up beyond belief. And once again, this is this this, this is another uh, complete over analysis of the movie. Yeah, of a movie in general by yeah. Talon. Because uh, he has to do that deep dive and look for the hidden meaning. I did. In well, it's it's that initial, oh, they're wearing white, blue, blonde hair, big nose. <laughs> like, literally, that's it. And then it led me down a rabbit hole on the internet. And that's it. <laughs> that's not my legitimate interpretation. So, I like the movie. <laughs> so is this what I'm going to have to tell my daughter at this point as no, she gets older? No. Is that, look, sweetie, this is all about the Nazis and... Uh, yeah, go ahead and, and use that as a frame of reference. This CPS is going to be coming to my house at some point. If she ever mentions this to her teachers, I'm fucked. <laughs> Do you, do you understand that? <laughs> no, I realize that. Luckily, she's not going to listen to this podcast, and thank God because of it. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm looking at jail time and or my child's going to be... Wow. I'm hearing <laughs> I'm, the hiccups over there. I'm extremely intoxicated. Well, right now. I, yeah, both of us are now at this point <laughs> because... Uh, you know, we stop the recording and we're thinking, okay, we're done. And then, the, and then what ends up happening is... Oh fuck! We lost the last twenty minutes of the show. We well, we did. We the, did. The, the yeah, exactly. We so, did. Yeah. And of course, I continued drinking afterwards, <laughs> and now I am completely shit faced at this point. Yeah. So yeah, um, Smurfs. <laughs> Three out of five. <laughs> One point five out of five. Fuck this movie. <laughs> fuck it in its ass. Uh, I hope to the sweet Lord Jesus that I don't believe in. Uh, I never have to watch this movie again. And if I do end up watching it, it, it again, I'm going to look at all the KKK references that you've brought up. Thanks, asshole. <laughs> You're welcome. However, I will not point these out <laughs> to my child. So anyways, uh, we learned a lot today. <laughs> we did. We, we've we've learned about the Francis punch. We've learned about the donkey punch. We learned that Fat Man is a fantastic movie. Great movie. That we Perfect are, Christmas that, movie. That is, that is probably going to become part of our usual staple when it comes to Christmas films. Mm -hmm. um, but most importantly, we've learned that uh, producing while drunk... Is fraught with danger. <laughs> yes. W would you agree with that? No, actually. No. The hope is that uh, you can find the rest of this episode. Yeah, I I don't know what happened. We we did lose the last twenty minutes of this episode. Uh, I don't know where it went. Hopefully, I can find it later. Well, but if not, it is what it is. Yeah. You know. But. Uh, I could make the claim that this episode is straight fire and it was fantastic. <laughs> I'll say this. I, I think it was better than what we've done in the past in the first two episodes. Yeah. But yeah. you know, that's that's for our listeners to decide, all twelve of them or whoever the fuck listens to this. But anyways, um so we are now going to attempt to plug our social media, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I'm gonna try it. Okay, go ahead. If you have an email and 
it's praise, criticism, or simply just fucking abuse be across the board. Hold on a sec. <clears throat> Contact at morallyflexiblepodcast.com. And that's the email. Yep. Boom. I got Boom. it. You got it. You got what, it. Once more, I'm going to say contact at morallyflexiblepodcast.com. That's correct. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, it's at the morally. Mm-hmm. What am I missing? Facebook. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Who, how who to... gives a fuck? We got nothing <laughs> on it. Yeah. Yeah. The website you can find all of these social media links on our website, which is morallyflexiblepodcast.com. And just to reiterate, that's morallyflexiblepodcast.com. Perfect. All right. So what's going on next episode? Uh, we're going to watch Dead Man. Nope. <laughs> oh, shit. That's down the road there, fella. <laughs> My bad. Boom. We're going to watch Ava. Ava. There you go. Uh, Netflix. Yes. <laughs> and Into the Woods. Into the Woods. I have no idea any, I have no idea what that movie is about or any, I don't know anything about that. God movie. help you. Yep. My son. Yep. Because, yeah, it's going to be experience. I'm going to do a deep you. dive on that, I'm sure. Oh, fucking <laughs> have some, God. I can't. Some more I, Jameson. <laughs> I, I am super excited to see what some type of uh, whatever allegorical reference you can make towards the Nazi party. Because I feel like we're going to go <laughs> in that direction at some point. I've watched this movie many times. I don't know how you're going to go there, but. You might find a way. I I, I don't know at this point. So anyways, uh, as always, uh, we want to thank John and Jason King for uh, for our uh, intro (laughs) fucking intro music and our outro music. Yeah. Here any second now. Uh, Yeah, they are the absolute best. Uh, We love them very much. Uh, I want to thank my family, friends. Talon's family and friends for the support that we have been given for this. And uh, I'm going to stop sucking dicks at this point. So episode three. Episode three. Thank you all for listening. Stay tuned for episode four. In the can. Do it. Do it.